Hello everybody, welcome back. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things anime, uncensored. We are your hosts, I'm David, we got Kenny, we got Jerry, we got a jam-packed episode for you all today, um, long-awaited uh, review of the winter 2021 season it has finally come to a close. So before we do our next episode where we talk about the upcoming spring anime that we're uh, talking about the first episodes on, we're going to be giving our review of you know all the shows that we've watched over winter 2021. So before we do, we'll have a little bit of news, or I guess just one bit of news. Um, so Jerry, yeah, take it away, or Kenny. Kenny's going to be our news newscaster. Oh, today, I get so. to do. Oh yeah, oh, sorry. It's, I get Ken, really it's Kenny's turn. Yeah, it's Kenny's. Kenny's okay, got guys. a very specific piece of news. There, yeah. There's one piece of news that has shocked the anime world. Uh, you know. We had to wait, you know, central time zone. I had to wait until 5.30 in the morning to find out about this, okay? I was up all night. They were 35 minutes over. But you know what? You know, it happened. Stone Ocean has been announced. JoJo's Part 6. Jolene is here. I can't believe it. There was no date announcement. There was hardly anything. All they did was say that it, it's going to exist. And they brought out the voice actress, which is so exciting. And, you know, everybody is fully and absolutely tied it over, okay? It was 636 days or some bullshit like that. I mean, we all knew it was coming, let's be honest. At this point, you know, after part three, people were concerned. But at the end of part five, we all saw how that one ended, okay? It was the same way it ended part two. So uh, we're ready. We're ready for Jolene. We're ready. We're ready for Stone Free. We're ready to see what's up, Okay. I'm so ready. I'm kind of sad. Wrong. I'm kind of sad because the the uh, ship post crusaders was like the second it was announced, everyone was like, like just one part away from part seven. Like everyone just cares about part seven. I know. Yeah. It was actually hilarious to be because I was up and everybody had started because the event went 35 minutes over time. You know, and over in Japan it was like 7:30 or whatever. Like not yeah. let. But it was 5:30 a.m. in the morning. And so, like, people had started already spamming shit post crusaders with like, everybody stays up all night, doesn't even get an announcement, nothing <laughs> happens. Like, it was just the voice actors rereading favorite lines. Like, there was so much shit. And as soon as it happened, everybody was like, "You're fucking dumb." It got announced. It, there were so many comments flooded in about Jesus like, Christ. It, it, was, it was hilarious. It was, it was like funny. instant. It was like everybody was like instantaneously aged like milk. You're all dumb. Oh my lord. It was, I just can't, yeah. I can't like, uh, it's hard to be hype for me anymore with this because like, huh, I don't know how to put it, but like, obviously they're going to do the next part. I don't, I don't know. Like maybe yeah. I'm optimistic or something, but like, it's already, uh, Jojo's Bar Adventure is one of the most long lasting franchises. Obviously, you know, with the success of the new anime, like it's just been continually adapted. You know, they had to take a break between, I can't believe, I still can't believe if you remember Kenny. How they, yeah. uh, David, you got to watch it all together. But part three, they actually broke up into two parts. They took a break in the middle, in the middle. of part three and made people wait even longer. And so mm -hmm. they've taken their time with this. And it's just crazy to think that, like, the latest part in the manga, which is what part eight, yeah, um, Jojo the latest Leon. part in the manga, um, it had it started before the new anime has started. And it feels like the new anime has been out forever because it has, it's been out for almost 10 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jojo Lion, Jojolian, however you say it, um, has also been out for over 10 years at this point. It's still not over. 
So that's yeah. crazy. So, but it also means we're slowly, you know, I'm happy that David production has taken their time and created, you know, really masterpiece versions of each of these parts. Cause it just means that we never have to, you know, no one's going to hopefully adapt it ever again, but it also means that once they're done with part seven, they can just sit on their hands until uh part eight is, is done. And then Which, they can adapt part eight, you know? I mean, yeah. at the rate they're going, it, it's about two years in between each part. So I expect part eight to be done. Maybe part nine has started by the you time. Think so? Yeah, because what? I mean, if this one, if they, if they do this one in one or two seasons, so let's mm-hmm. say this one's done in a year and a half mm-hmm. or, or, or two years at longest. And then they wait another two years before doing Steel Ball Run. And then they take another two, you know, that's six years down the road, six almost you know maybe seven years down the road mm-hmm. i would hope that jojo Leon does not take seven more years especially since i think that could it talking... mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i don't know i, don't I know. you know i i have I, i've been intentionally not spoiling myself on the jojo's yeah. manga um yeah i think that i don't know i don't read be, the manga either but isn't this already the longest part it's the longest the... kind of it's not the most chapters because it's a monthly oh, instead of monthly. a yeah, be, yeah and because like it's a monthly it's like you know I think it is the the most pages now, but it's not by a lot. And so yeah. because it comes out monthly, it's like, you know, it can take longer because we you only get 12 chapters a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but still in, tough. in in seven more years, how many how many chapters? is that? I mean, what's seven times 12? That's like a six, lot. That's 64 or 70, yeah. 78? No, yeah. 74 chapters? No. Yeah. <laughs> 74 chapters? Be... No. 94 chapters. How many chapters of Part 8 are there right now? Uh, 80 uh, over something? A, yeah, I must say, it's got to be nearing 100. That was what I was, I was thinking. You could hit it's, already been, it's already been out for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, it's got to be going. Uh, Beside the point... 105? 105, yeah, there yeah. you go. I thought, I thought it was over 100. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, everyone's excited. Jolene Cujo coming to the small screen, getting her Going. anime adaptation gonna be really awesome and i'm sure that that means so yeah if we get part six this year it'll probably leak into next year as well probably won't finish all in this year and then uh if it comes out uh, this year that'd be wild i think it will uh, it, i think it'll air in the fall, well, yeah, the, fall the, or winter the golden wind announcement happened in june or july yeah and then the anime aired in october oh um, okay sense. okay yeah in iraqi fall. that weird thing that iraqi came on and was like he made it seem like it was already done um and then he's made it sound like there was going to be a movie or yeah, really those, no those subtitles were so jank though. i know they Nobody were so yeah. i think what really he was saying go back and translate yeah. it but i don't know if there has been i think he was like maybe they're going to air the show in theaters which would be super cool i think i think that wait i think they did that with uh part five i'll have to check but yeah. i thought they did a, a limited release in japan of the first like episode or two or something it's oh, like yeah. a a theatrical or like there was a one day experience something like that that's pretty um, cool I'm pretty sure they did that as part of maybe it was even part of like Jump Festa or something like that. Yeah. Mm. It was something where people were able to go and see it um, ahead of time because I remember I people was... saw the beginning of part five before it came out, um, mm-hmm. but I don't remember the context of it. But yeah. someone can go research. I'm sure all you fact checkers in the comments can go check me. Uh, go go hit your Google searches, find out how wrong I am. Jerry, you uh, salty? I, no, I'm not. I'm not. But uh, Come on. Legit, I got I got legit, bad opinions. I'm here for it. Someone please go ch- fact check me. Uh, um, but yeah, I think um, as, I actually do want to know. We're in such Same. a weird time now with movie theaters. I think that it'd be really cool if shows and things started just airing in theater. Because I mean, think about that. If you could ensure people are going to be in your seats every week to watch a show, that'd, that'd be, be crazy. Weird. 
That'd be yeah. weird. Well, like, we have to pay for each episode, though. Or yeah, maybe imagine buy a subscription. That. Or, or what if you buy, buy some sort of you like, buy for yeah. a series? Yeah. Like yeah, would you like, like would you like, watch Falcon Winter Soldier every week if it was like oh, behind yeah. like a five dollar paywall for each episode? No, if you, I feel if, like if you paid thirty dollars to see oh, the whole like the, series, you you yeah you buy a season. Dude, yeah, I know. think people would do that in a heartbeat. And then th- dude. And for JoJo's, I mean, I yeah. would do that. And, and right. you got to think like it. you got to think like you know the theater doesn't care about actually like selling movie tickets, right? Right. They care about getting you in seats to then buy and buy other They're things and everything you know? else. Yeah, right. The food and drink is. Where I they bet make people would money. consider it. I bet people would consider it. Although I will admit, I do think that a lot of people in the last year have become even more comfortable watching big budget stuff on their TVs. Oh, for sure. A Absolutely. lot more people like their home theater experience now. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It would be more of like a niche thing. It would be like a a fun thing to do every once in a while instead of like a. You know, it's going to become very I think that's going to be theaters in general in the next couple of years. We're going to see them become more of like, a, you know, it's like going bowling or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, people like, like a dated pastime kind of thing. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly how I'm imagining it. Like a pastime that's kind of it's like still like a there's a nostalgia to it or something like almost it's like, oh, let's go to the theater. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could see that a lot more. A lot less screens all over the country. I think more and more screens or locations will be shut down over the next couple of years. I mean, obviously, COVID accelerated that, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what happens. But I don't know. I I know that my home watching experience is pretty sweet now, but yep. I had to upgrade some of my equipment during COVID so that I could watch stuff better at home because I loved watching movies at the theaters. But mm. yeah. but Sonic the Hedgehog at home though was was a pretty nice experience though. Just like yeah, was it in a recliner? I mean, I watched. Kenny I and I just theaters. watched. Uh, we just watched Godzilla vs Kong last night, David. And, yep. uh, oh yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah that's did like. Did y'all like it? Monkey vs yeah, Lizard. Monkey vs Lizard. Lizard. I can't. You know, Sweet. I got. We loved it. Got nothing watched bad to on, say about Kong yeah. Godzilla, man. Watched it on uh, HBO Max, and it was pretty sweet. Uh, Get a little off topic from anime, although yeah, there, is gotta, there is a Godzilla. There is a, there is a Godzilla that. anime coming out, by the way, really? uh, on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's called like Singular. Oh Point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so our next bit of news, um, you know, there was one show we all watched this winter that was really important to us. Uh, it's called uh, Vampire Night. Um, we watched Vampire Night. We're not even ten minutes in. We're not even uh, ten minutes in. This is the Vampire Night podcast where oh all we do is talk about Vampire God. Night and Vampire Night accessories. Um, guy. <laughs> Vampire Night is it's an anime. You know, it's one that we watch 24-7, 365 days a year. So, For those of you that don't watch the end of our podcast, we promise every week, that if we were to ever hit 1,000 subscribers here on YouTube, we will live stream the three of our stupid butts watching the entirety of Vampire Night beginning to end. We will live stream the entire experience, uh, episode one, to, I think it's like 26 yeah. episodes. We'll live stream the whole thing. Uh, so if we ever hit 1,000 subscribers, you hear it here first. Yep. Our stupid asses are going to be every every them. episode. I've mentioned Vampire Night. We're twenty four episodes in, twenty five yeah. episodes in. Yeah, something episode like that. I I intend to continue to mention Vampire Night forever. Okay, and David. David here is pretty much the biggest Vampire Night fan I know. He's uh, the and, biggest and, one I know. And look, some yeah. ex, some extra shilling since we're shilling so hard right now. Let's just throw oh, some more stop, in there. Um, please don't forget, like, if you're listening to us, watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to like. Leave a comment if we fuck things up, like on our previous episodes where yeah, please, we fuck things please, up and people leave comments. comments. Please let us know. More comments, the better, uh, bro. Mm-hmm. My, my cat says hi. And also, if you're listening to us, uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify. We have friends who listen to us while they're at work. Um, mm-hmm. Please make sure to you know subscribe to us on there so you can get notifications. Yes. 
when we upload. And I want to thank you because uh, if you are listening to this right now on one of those audio platforms, it seems like we're getting close to 100 plays per episode on our audio platforms. So people are listening there. Um, so thank you for tuning in over there. And if you're on one of those platforms, make sure to leave us. I think there's like a follow button on Spotify. You can leave us a five-star review if you're over on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're on any other uh, feature, you know, make sure if you can leave a review, leave a follow, or, or get connected with us so you make sure you see when we post new episodes. We try to post an episode a week. We usually try to shoot for Fridays, but that's not always the case. Um, but obviously, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, we're excited to have you. And uh, definitely keep tuning in and listening on all those platforms or on YouTube, obviously. YouTube, you can always thumb up comment subscribe like david said but that's the that's always youtube helps because you can see our faces and you know that we're and you can see when kenny weeds. disconnects no. at least no, once or twice oh, yeah, i'm gonna say I was like, <laughs> the, the audio only listeners will never know they'll never know i disconnect it's one of those things you know uh, all right they'll so so shilling is completed we are now ready to get into the meat and potatoes of well, this wait, episode let's talk briefly um oh before we jump too far no no meat or potatoes yet the Think only other it. news, and David, I do want to at least, you know, you brought it up before we started recording, but uh, Phantom Seer, we talked about it just mm. the other day. Rest uh, in just peace. Just a couple episodes ago. Rest in peace to Phantom Seer, man. Our comments did not age well. Um, we what pretty much said in our State of Shonen Jump episode that we thought Phantom Seer could be like the uh, the sleeper. We thought it was going to last a little bit longer. And, but, I mean, and we potentially- were also... We were very clear in that episode that it was like a lot of uh, half of the sh- things we talked about had 20 chapters. Right. And so it was like anything could get canceled at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. But Phantom Seer was one of the ones that had started to reach what I consider like medium length. Right. When you start getting mm-hmm. into the 30s, 40s, you're really starting to get into that that territory where things feel a little safer. So we really uh, I know that I I specifically said on that episode, I thought Phantom Seer could be because it's kind of got that supernatural high school element that is really popular right now. I thought it could be something that was about to come up and literally like right after we posted that episode phantom seer got announced it was getting canceled it had like one more chapter and then dipped out of the manga so it ended at only 39 chapters so that sucks but jump has quickly and swiftly replaced it only a week i think a week later yep um they've replaced it with not one but two new series that have debuted in jump one of those is already available on uh viz's shonen jump app so if you want to read the first chapter of that legally you can um Mm -hmm. the second series has not appeared on that app yet so I don't know if they're not going to license it or, you know, they don't license everything in Shonen Jump, but they usually get most of it. So I, maybe it's I think at this point they have been licensing everything. Dan- yeah, they- at least dang near everything. So yeah, I don't know what's all. going on with that one. So that's weird. Maybe it'll pop up in the next couple of days. Maybe they're translating it a little slower. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the new one, uh, I think it's called Blue something. Blue Blue Box. Someone- Blue Box. Uh, Blue Box, something about badminton and basketball player falling in love. So it's yeah. a sports romance. I yeah, guess. it's yeah, um, it's it's more of a romance. Let's be honest. I read the first chapter, sixty pages, and there's a there's a one shot that already exists. Right, um, and I think in the one shot he played volleyball, not badminton. Right? Really? I don't know. I think I, I saw that when I was looking up today. So I'm gonna get fucking corrected. No, but um, I'm pretty sure the the one correct, shot. Correct, Jerry. Correct, Jerry. In the comments. Of, okay. God damn it. Get in I'm the comments. Sure in the one shot, it was be- it was volleyball instead of badminton, but um. Yeah, I, I think so. And my assumption is he, it was probably shifted because of my guess is because they just don't want to be too closely linked to Haikyuu, if I were to guess. Um, mm. You know, I don't yeah. see any reason for them to do volleyball. Badminton's fine, I guess. Just a weird sport. I don't think people play that. The other one is called – David, do you know the name of – I don't want to miss it. It's like it. a long name. I thought it's like uh, Aoi no Haru or something like that. Uh, I'll look it up in a second. It's something like that. Uh, uh, he Ahu. does play volleyball in the one shot. 
Aha, I was right. <laughs> um, uh, I texted it earlier, but um, yeah, the other series is titled Ame no Furu, which I'm not sure what that translates to in English, um, but it did not debut on Viz's streaming site, so I have no idea what it's about. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's like tough to find any information about it yet on the internet, at least in English. So not sure what Ame no Furu is about, but that's the other one. My, if I had to guess, sports or romance, uh, just because like, um, or maybe like drama, because I think that's kind of an area of Shonen Jump that's kind of missing right now, um, mm. since they've kind of got enough battle Shonen and definitely enough comedy running in yeah. Jump right now. So they have a ton of comedy. Right they have now. two, almost too much comedy, is what we talked about <laughs> on our other. If you haven't checked that episode out, definitely check it out. Current state of Shonen Jump. That was our episode two or three weeks before this one. Um, we went through all the stuff in Shonen Jump, which is again, it's not aged well because the series already got canceled and they already added two more. But beside the point, this is sort of our update to that. Um, I'm excited for both series. They both look actually pretty good. Um, or the one we know about looks good. The other one at least has an interesting title. I don't know. Um, Ame no Fudu. Who knows what it'll be about. But definitely we'll check it out when it comes out. Is mm. Blue Box by a veteran? Manga um, I don't think so. But I don't know. Wanna... <laughs> they, they, no, they, he's done two or three series now. He has. The Blue Box person has. Uh, Actual yeah. serializations Kuji or just one they... shot? Kuji Mira. Mira. Actual okay. serializations. One that's really popular, I think. Really? Okay, so so then okay, so then our blue box author is uh coming off of something, a moderate serialization, most likely. Cool. Yeah. Well that's exciting. Um Shona Jump still pushing the train, man. They're just keep going along, doing their thing. I'm excited for them. I don't think there's any other like steep anime news. Obviously, tickets for the the Demon Slayer movie have released into America. That's happening about two weeks after this episode airs. So uh, if you want tickets to go see it in theaters, uh, on you. Um, obviously, I know a lot of theaters are taking safe social distancing measures. So just, you know, practice what they're doing and hopefully you'll be fine. Um, or if you're like us three boys, we're all going to be vaccinated, double double dosed by the time that, uh, that the movie comes out. So we're hopefully going to go see it in theaters and maybe talk about it a little bit on the podcast. So that'd be nice. Um, Kenny might not be able to go, but David and I are both going to try to get tickets to go. So yeah. um, we shall see. Um, Have you talked about so exciting. Yasuke? Oh, Ame no Furu at all? Ame no Furu doesn't come out until next week. Oh, that's, oh, that's okay. why. Okay, that makes sense why it's we'll not just announced there. serialization. Oh, okay, so Ame no Furu is not actually released yet, so we'll see it next week and then maybe chat yeah. about it a little bit further. But uh, we haven't talked about Yasuke, but there's a lot of new anime coming out, and obviously we're going to get real in-depth because spring anime is our next episode yeah, after this yeah, one. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but... Yeah, Yasuke coming to Netflix. Uh, really cool series uh, done by the same guy, I believe, who did Cannon Busters. So yep. that's super cool to see another series out of that. Um, I know he works and lives in Japan, I believe, but I, I want to say he's American or, or something. Thomas. Lines. Yeah, I think he's American. I want to say he's born in America, but lives and works in Japan. Um, mm. Yep. And I know, I think his, his studio has been involved in a lot of actually pretty big projects. Um, so it's pretty sweet. But beside the point, let's do it, boys. Let's wrap up winter a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what we're here for, right? I mean, yep. we're wrapping up winter <laughs> we're today. Here for the end of, it's the end of winter. It's fucking it's summer. It's spring already. Laying it out right now, right? A lot of people, a lot of anti-tubers, a lot of goofs out there are calling winter like the best season ever. You know, like the one of the best anime seasons I've ever seen or whatever. It was good. It was a great season. We had fun, right? Yeah, it can't be the best. Have to remember, we have to remember. Yeah, X Arm came out this season. I and know we all want to forget it, but that was fucking bull. Like that was fucking hot garbage. 
X-Arm is Nobody already getting lauded as, like, the worst anime of all time. So, I mean, it's... Uh, it might be. It might be. I don't know. We're living in a hellscape where the best anime season had one of the worst anime of all time. That's that's where we're at right now. Um, right. But... Mm. A lot of great anime, though, for sure. Only a couple shows that all three of us watched. That's the issue here. So, only a couple mm-hmm. shows. So, let's try to knock out some of these ones that only a few of us watch. Maybe get some details so- out. First and foremost, the best anime of the season was Quintessential Quintuplets. Um, it's about five quintuplets. Son of a, son of a bitch. That are all trying to date the same guy. Um, oh, yeah. He's like, they're, they're oh. Tinder. Uh, I'm a Nino stan, so I'm all for Nino. Welcome to the Nino train. Uh, please, fucking, uh, the fucking ending was ass. I'm so upset. I hope that my ship set sail. Please, for dear lord, what the fuck? Why would they even do that? Why do they? Why? Uh, they're Quintus out here breaking ships. Template spoilers. Uh, no. yeah. David, what about you? How do you feel about it? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. watched it. Yep. So yep. I, did, I didn't watch it yet, but I, I bet I'm going to love it is the worst part. You, you should. It, you will. I think you'll like it. I think I'm going to actually really like it, but yeah. I, I'll watch it eventually. So the, the first season was, was pretty good. The second season, I, th- I like the second season more personally. There, there were moments where I was like, like raising my eyebrow because there seemed to be a lot of scenes where they're taking baths and they're like in a bathhouse and you know just scantily clad a, characters. So they're it's on like, vacation. You know? they're, they're on, on vacation. vacation. So I mean they're maybe that's what you know that's what it's you anime. do on vacation. It's anime. It's anime. So it's anime. but there were a lot. There was a lot of conflict this season. A lot of spiciness. Oh, oh yeah. So it made watching. I was ready it even, for that too. Yeah. yeah. Like there are times where I'm watching. I'm just like eyes just big. I'm like oh no. That that happened. Oh no! And then it's, and I also liked how this season gave more time, more light to uh, some of the five girl characters that didn't get enough time in the first yeah. season. So I'm I'm I liked it. They basically confirmed best, season three. Best anime of winter. So, no. Yeah, it, it was the best anime of winter. It was yeah, it is. <laughs> it, uh, it's I, in my top five. Up against up against. On Titan, Kitty's like, yeah. Kitty's like, when is it going to quit? Honestly, Max. Um, uh, yeah, Attack on Titan might. It'll need its own little segment in this. We'll talk um, a little bit about it because only David and I watched it. Kenny doesn't yeah. watch it. Jared, have you read the manga? Did you um, read it all? I haven't read ahead yet, so we can. We're only going to talk okay. about the anime on this okay. episode a little bit. Um, so Quintuplets, great season. So if you don't watch Quintessential Quintuplets, I sure as hell haven't. Uh, you should check it out. Kenny has loved it. I know, I've heard a lot of great praise for it. The, the manga animation. looks a lot of fun. It, and the manga yeah. also, Kenny, it concluded, right? Someone I, correct I, guess, I better read it. I don't know. I've heard that the manga's over, I think. I think it so, recently uh, concluded. Hopefully that means the anime will be able to adapt the whole thing. Uh, I mean, everyone's always happy when a seasonal show actually gets to adapt to its end. Yeah. Um, so congrats to Quintuplets for its completed manga run. And hopefully the anime gets, you said season three is pretty much already confirmed. So hopefully it gets it's, to go. It's basically confirmed. And, uh, okay, cool. Um, if you're, it's if you're looking for a romance anime, I would definitely recommend watching quintessential Quintuplets. It's if it's you really love good. it when one guy's in love with five girls that all happen to be sisters, this is the show for you. Uh, um, sure, there's tons of shows where is it even all, all is, it, is, it, is it a little etchy or is it more of like just really dramatic? I don't know. Yes, slight, slight etchy. I, I would say not much though. There's not as much as, as you expect from a standard like shonen right. romance. You know? Right, right. So it's actually a little bit more about the drama. I mean, kind of like uh, right. uh, so I recently watched Rent a Girlfriend, which actually came out last summer. I watched all of it recently. Maybe we'll even do a review on here eventually. But uh, yeah. Rent a Girlfriend. Was I went into it expecting a little bit more etchy, and it was much more dramatic, like very much not about the uh, the etchy part of it. It was actually more about the um, 
more about the drama, mm. you know. So I've heard. I guess I just hear those two series compared a lot. Mm. Quintuplets and Rent a Girlfriend, or people that are fans of one are usually fans of the other. So. Oh, yeah. also, because I had to look this up a few days ago, but if you're listening, you hear the word etchy, and you don't know what that word means. It's basically, oh, <laughs> you know, like pervy, like sexualized things yeah. in shows. So there's not a yeah. lot of sexualness in quintessential. Um, I won't say what I was about to say, but um, <laughs> it's it the, the focus is definitely more on like the, the relationships between the characters, between the main guy and the five sisters that he tutors right. and interacts with. Yeah. Um, so you just see those relationships, you know, Im- improve as the show goes on. Yeah, like prison school is no. That's a that's a hentai. That's, that's not a hentai. Prison school is a hentai. Okay, prison gonna... school is etchy because it's not all the way people having sex, but it's hypersexualized. Okay, Does someone get pissed school... on in that show? Prison... Yeah, that does happen. Yeah, someone. Yeah, does prison school is on. a softcore hentai. <laughs> prison school is a softcore hentai. Okay, maybe prison school is too far for the etchy meter, but yeah, bro, like etchy is like Ichigo one hundred percent was yeah. an old romance shonen. It was old romance shonen. It had a lot of you know booties and panty shots and and boob shots and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you would get. Um, pretty standard every chapter or every episode you'd get something like that. Um, but it was still a romance. You know, there was still drama, romance, blah blah blah. blah. But it had a lot of etchy in it. There's lots of shows out there, lots of anime. Pretty much every season, there's at least a couple. Mm. Uh, some people, I sometimes call them booby animes. There's an, I mean, show. we watched one on here. We watched uh, the one where they, you know, where the camera's always up the girl's crotch while she climbs up the mountains. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports, climbing sports climbing girls. girls. Sports climbing girls. That was actually yeah. not that bad of a show. Okay, it was not pretty bad, but it was pretty. But it was it was etchy. Had lots of, Nothing's had like lots the, of the booty bumpers stuff like that. Oh, Kjo, Kjo. Oh, um. That's the cla- that's classic Edgy. You want a real nasty man show? Go watch Kjo. They whack each other with asses. Uh, that's the whole show. That's the show. That's actually the premise. If you don't know it, go look it up. Um, I guess High Rise Invasion is kind of etchy too because there's oh, a, for a sure. lot yeah. of bro that random yes. panty shot. High Rays so had a guaranteed panty shot every episode. every episode. It was a guarantee, which is I so weird like, because yeah, like in the manga, it's just like not not that prevalent. Like no, High Rise yeah. Invasion. Should have its slogan, guaranteed panty shot every episode. That's, guaranteed that's, panty shot every episode. Guaranteed panty shot. <laughs> okay, boys, what was another one we watched? What else did we watch? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. But before we move on, since this is like a, a, me- a mega review episode, yep. do we want to like just throw out instant out of tens what we thought? Oh, yeah. I don't have 10 a, out of 10. For, I don't have a number for quick All right. All right. 10 out of 10. I'm 10 out of 10. Uh, All right. Well, so for those of us that don't watch each show, uh, we'll abstain. But for okay. people who have watched it, 10 out Kenny, of 10. Kenny 10 David, out of 10. Kenny I gave it an 8. 10 out of 10. Best show this season. Honestly, that's high. You guys just gave it like hella high praise. So now it's I'm like, really good. Like, it's really hey, good. I love Quintessential Quintuplets. Fantastic. Okay, so we're going to be doing this. But there's two shows for sure that David, Kenny, and I all watched. Mm-hmm. That's Horamiya and Mushoku Tensei. We'll save those for the very end of this episode. So if you're really interested yeah. in those, feel free to skip ahead. Um, we're going to go in a little more depth on those three shows because the three of us all watch them and we'll all be able to give a good review. The rest of these shows, only one or two of us watched, um, but we want to make sure we get our opinions out a little bit on those. And we'll give a quick, quick little, like David said, we'll give a little quick number like that. But it's going to be pretty round robin. So, Kenny, David, what else did we watch this season? Uh, Kenny, I'll let I you watched, go. Throw I another watched, one out. Uh, the boonies, the kid born oh in the boot in the last God. dungeon. You watched the whole season. I watched the whole season. 
David, uh, I didn't. I didn't watch it, so this I don't is know. all it's, you, Kenny. I just enjoyed it. It's it's got that One Punch Man mentality where like the kids just like really fucking powerful for no reason, and it's kind of fun. I really enjoyed the. Uh, I don't know, like the just the bullshit. You know, it, it's you know, it's just tro- it's intentionally tropey and it's it's obviously a comedy, and so it was just really fun. Uh, yeah, that's solid how I feel. fantasy comedy. What would you give it, Kenny? Out of ten, six, seven. Okay, that's yeah. pretty high. Pretty, so it was pretty good. Do you feel was, like the animation? One thing I remember about the first episode, animation, was the animation was, was pretty good, and I remember yeah. thinking like, if it could maintain the quality at least, so that's good. That's cool. Animation was great. I mean, I show the looked show great. Was fucking boring, but it's fucking funny. Um, it's funny. <laughs> okay, Kenny laughed. Was that Kenny like? Was it. that like the main thing about it, Kenny? Is like the the comedic aspect of it? Like, was there yeah, an actual it, like plot and? No, there. Like, it was I feel like that's the value of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, he the, the license. He like wax bugs and he's like, oh, these stupid bugs. And everyone's like, those are monsters. Didn't he like pick it up and like in the first episode, he just he's just like it. chunking it out. He does that shit all the time. Yeah. He's just like, fuck this There's thing. There's actually a scene um, where, um, where he, he like, uh, he like throws himself. They sh- so in, in the hometown, they shoot themselves mm-hmm. out of cannons to get around because they're like, okay, it's fast. It's, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Show's fucking dumb, but it's fun. That's fine. That's Kinda fine. Like, Some people uh, love that. I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, see if these, see like see if these, yeah, like, like you know the, the Microsoft game, right? Like see if these, just like see if these. Actually, this is just like see see if these. No way! This anime and see if these is one hundred percent. Like if if you turn it in for an essay, it would, it would come back. It's your thieves. You could get into a cannon and you could shoot yourself out of it. So it it's like think. the difference between a zebra and a dead zebra, bro. It's the same thing. Same this thing. man said, "See, whatever." Okay, that works for me, David. <laughs> just uh, like see Just like C-Thieves. okay, Kenny. Kenny's given two down, David. What'd you watch? This all time? right, all right. I watched one. I watched. I'm a spider. So what? Oh, Son of a man. bitch! And, I, I can't watch that one. I have this, no opinions because I didn't watch any of this shit. And and <laughs> I'm I'm excited because this show isn't 12 episodes. It's 24 episodes. There's two cores. Oh, okay. um, oh it it's just, still going. It's, it's still, still going. going. It's still going. Um. It took, they took I think it th- they took a week break and they resumed okay. episode thirteen I think okay. this past week, and so I'm a spider so what so it's about this girl who is reincarnated as a spider in this video yep. game esque universe there's levels there's skills abilities and uh, at the same time there's other people from the girl's other life that were reincarnated but it's weird because they they understand that they're reincarnated. But they also address each other as their new names, as well as their their old life names. That part's confusing. I didn't really like the human part, personally. What I really enjoyed was the spider it's not part. not in the manga. So. Apparently, it's not in the manga. I didn't it's read the manga. manga. I just, I just love the it. spider. You like the spider running around. Yeah. Gaining levels, learning new powers, doing all that shit. Yeah. But my, like I've said before on the podcast, my thing with, with video game isekais, my favorite thing about them is the 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 robust like structured leveling system abilities all that stuff that they introduce and i think they did a really good job in uh i'm spider so what and so like the last episode she killed a uh, like a like a a godly earth dragon all by herself Mm. and so it's pretty cool so just to see you know she started she killed like frogs and like geckos and like salamanders and as you went through the season, she's killing stronger and stronger things that she's leveling up. So hmm. it's really cool. I really enjoyed it. It's it's all like all the the like the spiders, like all the monsters are CGI. 
So it's kind of, it's not bad. I think it, it's pretty simple, but, you know, it wasn't really something that I was complaining about whenever I would see it on the screen. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Did, did she ever change appearance, or did she just always look like a little tiny spider? So there are flash forwards, um, because ultimately, I guess the spider transforms into a human. So so actually, right now, the most what recent the episode. Fuck? The most recent <laughs> episode. <laughs> I'm in a haze after that yeah. statement. It becomes what? like a, an arachnid what? or whatever. You know how, like, you know, like Quaylag from, from Dark Souls? She, she starts looking like a... Yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't there like a spider lady in Dota yeah. that we played, Kenny? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like re- the most recent episode, she's like out of this cave that she spends the first half of season one in. And she's like, oh, humans are going to kill me if they see me as a spider. I need to evolve into a human. So right now her goal is to level up, gain experience so she can then... Because whenever she reaches a certain level threshold, she can change classes, basically. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to be ultimately a human and there's flash fours throughout the the first 12 13 episodes Mm. of her being like the like penultimate like final boss type of demon lord penultimate one before or one ultimate ultimate one yeah ultimate yeah the ultimate not penultimate thank you i mean she may be penultimate though yeah she might have one more level i mean maybe i mean possibly maybe she's in the penultimate form what if you were right Maybe I was right, right without even like knowing I was right. No, you're crazy. right. It's crazy. You're, but you're correct. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty correct. Honestly, David, if Kenny hadn't corrected you, someone in the YouTube comments would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as someone someone's corrected my wrongs, I appreciate it. So I mean, you know, someone would have got me, Raz, dude. Yeah, um, okay, the way you are. My only thing, then, David. Okay, so I know you yeah, can't really give it a rating. Yeah. Technically, oh, yeah. season, well, season one's not yeah, over. It's, it's not mean, done. No. Yeah. So let's not give it a rating because it's still going. But yeah. obviously, started in winter, continuing through in spring. So that's I, I'm gonna keep watching it. So cool. Okay. Cool. That's exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it gets at least a little more interesting from what you're saying. So yeah. yeah. Is she the best? Is she the best waifu of the season? Um, is she the waifu of the season? No, Nico. Nino is. Nino is the best let, waifu of the season. Let, let's I can't, the best waifu I can't stress this. Okay. Oh, we'll the best waifu of the season. But, but one I mean, last one. Waifu is my waifu, so. One last thing I'll say about, I'm a, uh, is it so I'm a spider, so what? Or is it whatever? I think it's so I'm a spider, so what? Right, right, thank you. Fucking isekai names. Shit. I hate it. Last thing, the, and I keep forgetting the main the main spider's name, but her voice actress is... Is is what makes the show? I think it's oh, like, during cool. the spider parts. It's really just her having a, a like a long ass monologue because she's mm-hmm. like talking about like her plans, what she needs to do next. If the spider co- if like an enemy comes up, she's like talking to the yeah. enemy, but they're not responding. So it's like she's talking to a wall. But it's 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 very. I, I think that voice actress is doing a really great job in that role. I don't know what else she's mm-hmm. done. She's done a lot, I believe. Um, but I'm, I, I love that voice actress, so I'm That's awesome. I assume you mean the Japanese voice actress. Yes, right? There is yes, an English yes. dub already, I think. Okay. Yeah, we, we only talk about, uh, subs on the subs, show. Subs yeah. over done. Subs over done. We're not, we're not gatekeeping. Um, we're not gatekeeping. If you not, watch yeah, dubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, watch, watch what you enjoy. Watch, watch what you, you want, enjoy. but I'm just saying subs Japanese voice actors and actresses just, just do a better job in my opinion. I'll just leave it at did that. You, did you watch Joseph Scream Caesar? Did you watch him? Did you see it's him? Just, some people, yeah. I mean, I, if you enjoy dubs, no, no harsh feelings. I get it. Um, but yeah, for those of us that are into the, I think that just watching the subtitled version, um, it just feels like there's more fun. passion. I don't know. Yeah, that might just be me. 
it, it has to do I've, I've actually read a little bit about this it has to do with like the linguistics of the Japanese language there's like a little bit more of of it's like hard to capture the sort of emotional ups and downs in the voices like I, I really read about this once there's like a this, I'm getting really off track but for real there's like been linguistic research onto like why it feels like there's a heightened level of emotion and and variance in the way that they say words because there is actual like syllabistic like difference or something like someone go research it because for reals there's like actual research that's been done um as to why it feels that way and there and i mean it's you know it's research it's legit i don't know it's research um so um but english voice actors they do their damn best so they they try their best some of them i think could try a little fucking harder some of them uh there's there's a couple really high quality english dub voice actors out there unfortunately they're they're few and far between and they're scattered in with all of these amateurish quickly recorded you know with simul dubs being a thing now some of these things go from script to recorded to completed and put on the internet in like fucking a week or some shit you know it's such a fast turnover that some of these dub voice actors are just putting out the best performance they can as fast as they can and a lot of them are amateurs i mean i hate to say it but like a lot of them come from maybe a traditional acting background but they don't really have a voice acting background um some of them have been in the business for freaking ever and it's really tough industry to break into so uh, you know, my props to those of you that are in it. Um, I don't think anyone who's in the voice acting industry will ever fucking watch this episode. But if you do, I love you and you keep doing your thing. Dub voice actors, you're going to get there. Uh- <laughs> so final, final thing about So I'm a Spider Silhouette. So the voice actress for Kumoko as a spider is Aoi Yuki. Mm-hmm. And she's in a shit ton of stuff. She is Diane oh, really? in Seven Deadly Sins. She's, oh, she's great. She's That's Tamaki and, and Fire Force. She's Suyu in My Hero. She's okay as Tamaki. Fire Force is kind of unwatchable. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> but those are like the like the popular things that I'm okay. at least the ones that I know. Get in the but, comments. Um, Get in the comments. No, nobody fight me about this. I don't like Fire Force. Okay, I've tried. Get in the I don't comments. like it. I get, get it. Comments. People like it, and you can enjoy what you want. Fire Force just it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. I tried. I've tried my best, and I'm I, I watched eight episodes of it and before i dropped it oh shit. Some she's, people like, she's futaba just keep watching whatever okay wow. she's what uh-huh. she's futaba, futaba sakura in persona 5 she's the japanese David's voice David. actress for futaba that's crazy wow i persona 5 is one that i i i, I like to even more it's crazy okay so another series that i or a series that i finished this season was skate the infinity i think i'm the only one or did i think yeah, you guys I finish it? I, didn't finish I, I want to i want to I want i'll to. go back to it go back to it but in brief for those of you listening skate the infinity is one of the first um anime is about skateboarders and it kind of like japan skateboarding street culture but it's also just like a straight up like beautiful boys uh shonen it has like no there's like very little like logistic skateboarding stuff actually involved uh there's like a lot of like super powered skateboarding stuff people like flying down hills uh being able to reverse their boards completely backwards there's one skateboard that's like a fully functioning ai that like talks to its owner um, at one point, the main bad guy like jumps off his skateboard and just whacks people in the face with his skateboard. There's like very little like reality. <laughs> um, and then in the end, they like there's like this whole thing about like going into the zone and they're like in another dimension and like skating on the other planets. It's pretty wild. Um, <laughs> That's dope so, is what it sounds like. Uh... Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Is what it turned <laughs> into. So what blew my mind is like uh, the I think what what captivated me the most about this series is that. While there were every episode had an awesomely beautifully animated by Bones um, skating sequence, right? You always had a skating sequence, but the other halves of the episode were pretty much 
these like deep character moments in the big the big theme of the show is overcoming like loneliness and finding uh finding shared hobbies with people that you love um and spending time with them and doing it that's sort of the theme of the of the show because of that uh a lot of people have latched on and started to sort of ship a lot of the boys together even though none of them are openly or uh say that they're they're gay in the show um but there's a lot of shipping occurring between these beautiful boys it's because these boys are fucking beautiful go watch it some of the most beautiful boys ever. <laughs> just some beautiful, just some so, nice boys. Just I'm some okay boys. with that. We need boys some that love each other, boys. man. And there need... was a lot of uh, loving. I mean, honestly, they really care about each other, uh, but definitely some friendships that are really tight and really well written. Mm. I think that's what surprised me. This, I thought this was just going to be like a fun skating anime, but there's actually a really pretty cohesive um, narrative about people uh, caring about each other and uh, that sort of powerful theme. And I'm a really big, I'm a sucker for themes. I'm a sucker for character moments. If I, if a show has a lot of really solid, well-written dialogue between two characters, I I'll, I usually embody in. You know, if the dialogue between two characters is pretty ass, doesn't seem like anyone has motivation, purpose, or value, like the entirety of the Promised Neverland season two, um, <laughs> then then <laughs> it's tough Ooh. to be bought in. But Skate did a really good job of balancing character moments with fun shown in action and a lot of really really beautiful animations, and that's really all it was. Um, I hope they don't do another season. I think the first season ended great. I think it ended as a good show and a good kickoff. I do have some opinions about the bad guy. I don't know if he really got what was coming to him is the best way to put it. Um, there was some more that they could have maybe done there, is all I'll say, mm. without spoiling it like too hard for these two as well. Overall, this is like a solid 6.5, 7 out of 10. I think that this series has a lot of hands on, lots of great characters, lots of great moments, lots of fun action. Um, super fast paced, only 12 episodes, really digestible um, and just beautiful animation. And be- the, the soundtrack's awesome. And you guys remember the opening. Oh, ending. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great. Opening ending solid great. opener, solid um, ending. But overall, soundtrack on the show was fucking dope. So mm. uh, I would sh- I would encourage anyone who likes sports anime and is willing to and is not off put by uh, stuff like free or Yuri on ice because the, this was designed by the same group of people, I believe, that were involved with Free. So mm. if you're not off by that, but you like shonen sports animes, go ahead. It's a quick watch. You know, you can go right through it. It's a lot of fun. I wasn't bored at all. I loved watching it weekly. Probably even more fun binging it, if I were to guess. Um, because there's just so much skateboarding. And if you really like skateboarding and cool tricks and shit, there's a lot of that, too. There's some skateboarding, there's some cool tricks, people hitting some ollies and shit. Going downhill, sliding backwards, going in the rain. He's got rain tires. There's all sorts of weird shit that happened in this show. He's got rain Whack- tires. Wacky skate adventures. <laughs> um, so that's all I'll say. Uh, you boys definitely check it out. But I- I'm stuck. It's maybe more of like a 6.5. This is not like one of the best anime of all time. Um, but it was fun to watch, and I didn't get bored. So I just kept with it, and it was a lot of fun. So I don't know. All right, Kenny, you got another one for us? First, I want to start by pouring one out for all our homies in Netflix jail. Uh, B-Stars. Uh, Everybody take a shot for Netflix B-stars. jail. B-Stars. Netflix jail. B-Stars, rest in peace, bro. Oh. I never am going to get to watch you season two. Uh, Shaman King should be out already, but fuck my life. Netflix jail. Um, Worst part is B-Stars season two is over. It's, oh, it's it done. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's over. Any, it's any show Netflix. in Stuck in Netflix jail, just, you know, I hope to see you soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, the last season of uh, Seven Deadly Sins is stuck in Netflix jail right now too. So. I want to pour one out for my homies no. at Promise Neverland as well for getting uh, a shitty what the fuck even is that sort of adaptation. 
Let's um, briefly talk about it, Kenny, because we gotta uh, talk David, about it. David, okay, here's did the, you watch season two at all? I stopped watching after I realized they skipped a hundred chapters. Okay, great. And then Kenny, you've read the manga all the way through. Read the manga all the way through. My dumbass watched the whole second season. And I know, I know I was gonna give up, but I was like, I'm just gonna stick it through and see what's going on here. I'm gonna read the manga next because I have to. Right. I'm so sorry that that exists, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I don't understand. I'm sad. Why, that would, I they, why would they spend six episodes going on the right track? If they needed a rush to the end, I feel like they should have like, I don't know. It felt like halfway through the season, they got told they were only going to do that season. Yeah. It's no, confusing. No Goldie Pond. No seven no. walls. No demon Gone. capital. Gone. Nope. None of that. Gone. Gone. None of the Gone. fucking, Gone. You, don't meet any of the, you don't meet any of the demon royalty. You know, you know, like what the fuck? You meet the queen in the very last episode in one split second. Really? That's yep. crazy. Do you she, has a single, she has a single line. Do you Someone like walks in her throne room and she's like, they're like, the queen. And the queen's like, what's going on? And that was like, <laughs> something like that. Wait, does the anime ending match the manga ending? Jared, do you know? I, it's pretty close. Uh, this is what Alyssa said. She read the manga okay. and she watched the anime with me. It's pretty close. There's some slight variants and they like slideshow a bunch of shit at the end. Like legitimately, love, love it's, like, shows. Love it's like eight. Shows. It's like eight pictures set to music. It's like a slideshow ending of like most of some stuff that they skipped. Um, yeah, it's pretty similar, but That's it's not a hundred. Oh yeah, it's fucking ass. The whole season was ass, guys. I hated it. <laughs> it was. Bro, I liked it until because what? Can you? I think it was like episode four or five is when they like episode... time skipped and just like skipped a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they they just skipped everything. Yeah, it happened between the actual like time skip happened i believe between five and six yeah and uh no no no. it was between four and five you're right um f- between four and five i believe and then at the end of five is when like the reveal happened that they sped up to get to yeah and then six onward it's all just fucking a mess i mean almost oh, just read the just manga if you like season one read the manga if you didn't like season one don't worry about it uh just don't watch season two ever just don't watch right it. season one was right. so I, the, good too the one thing so i can good. encourage everyone to do is like if you've never seen it Feel free to watch season one. If you just want to watch a fun anime, watch season one. Go for it. If you've also never seen it, feel free to just start the manga from the beginning and read it all the way through. Another good suggestion. If you watch season one and you loved it, go read the manga. Don't do this to yourself and watch season two. Um, if for some god-awful reason you still watch season two, turn around and go start the manga. It's Just just go do it. You're going to be happier if you do. Um, season two is an absolute shit show. And I, I'll give you guys a couple highlights here. Um, <laughs> just so you guys know, like, just some weird shit that happens. Like, um, <laughs> just Norman's motivation is destroyed. We don't understand his character at all anymore. It's absolutely mushed into oblivion. What's his name? Rattree, Kenny? James Rattree? Peter? Peter Rattree. That character is just uh, fucking half-assed into oblivion and gets like a slideshow flashback like in the second to last yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, that's fucking wild. That was, that, that was, that was the last episode I saw. I was like, am I supposed to care about this guy? I sure as fuck don't know. Because um, uh, it didn't help me to care about him. Um, and then uh, just all sorts of wild stuff. Uh, fuck, is his name Ryu? I can't even think of the other kid's name. The Who? The main other kid, Norman. Isn't it Ryu and, Ray. and Emma? Ray. Ray. I was like, Ryu? What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Ray and Emma. Ray, his motivations jump back and forth in the back half. You don't know what the fuck he's up to until finally he just like, commits to like solving all of demon problems at the end the ending is miserable just i don't even want to like talk about the ending 
the whole fucking gate and shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. And all the kids just go and be normal kids in like New York or some shit. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, ending was unbearable. Um, Wait, does Emma not get separated though? Emma stays in the demon world um, until the very, very end. She like lets all the kids go through the gate. Uh, it's just a mess. I don't. Uh, it's terrible. I don't know what else to say. As someone that had not read the manga, I've never read the manga. I was just watching it. I, the amount of just narrative collapse that happens in the back half, characters start losing motivation. You start getting exposition dumps for full episodes. I mean, uh, just complete like ups and downs that didn't make any sense. Twists that were coming out of nowhere. Um, things that were not set up. There was no, there were things that were set up that never got concluded. I mean, the whole narrative just tore, it just did work. I mean, mm, yeah. just, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It just did not, even as someone who'd never read the manga, I was sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are they doing that? Or, like, what's causing this? And it, you know, it's so crazy cost- because the season one was such a great adaptation. And yeah. the pacing in season one was, was perfect. And the the twists and turns, like, the surprises, was all done beautifully. And it's just crazy how you go from such a great adaptation. And I still don't know why they felt like they had nope. to force the all of it in a second season. Nobody knows all of the I don't think there's been any official word. I don't know if anyone knows the truth. There's right. a lot of theories and rumors and blah 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 blah. Right. Um but you know nothing like, like definitive though. Right. The prominent theory is that the ending of the manga was not well received. So sales for the manga started to drop off. So the production studio behind the anime didn't feel confident in a second season that was a direct adaptation. So they decided to, um, they, instead of canceling it, they were just going to come up with a conclusion. And what they did is they just hodgepodge the back half of the series together to come up with an ending for this series. That's the prominent theory. The prominent theory is that the, the studio essentially abandoned the project. Mm. They didn't feel confident about it making money anymore. They felt like people were not happy with the series direction in the manga. And they decided that they just were going to hodgepodge what they could come up with an ending and never talk about promise neverland again which feels really weird because yeah. kai Shirai, the original author was brought in to like help with some of these adjustments supposedly but then also no one's like i I've re- i read some sort of article someone was saying like everybody's like denying who wrote the last mm. episode or something and it was like no one's i guess it's, admit <laughs> nobody claims it yeah no one's like i didn't fucking write that shit yeah. um so it's like that's so weird to me because it's clear that like this just seems like an absolute like mess. Like nobody, nobody seems to know what in the world actually happened. Um, but what we do know is that the manga and Kenny, uh, I've heard that the manga was not the ending wasn't well received. I mean, I, oh, I've seen, I don't know. I I've seen it. comments from people that when it that when it was coming out that people weren't really happy with it. Um, I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed the whole, whole also, series as a whole. I mean, I've read comments saying that pretty much after they escape the house, the rest of the series is kind of a downward spiral. I don't um, know about that. I because I re- I liked I I'm not joking. I liked every every bit of it all the way up to the end. So see, and my wife liked most of it too. I mean, she yeah. she she felt like the very end maybe got a little fuzzy. Was a little, but, yeah, uh, but I after there were a couple like Ova chapters. Or like I don't even know what you call those, but there were yeah, like, there were like, like four chapters yeah, yeah sort of um and they they sort of add some context and yeah yeah you know, i was so, happy with those and i don't know people there's already kind of an outcry like give us promised neverland brotherhood like 
I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I just don't the think the anime just came out. It just yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's gonna be a while if if that ever if it, were to happen. Right. It would take a lot of time to get there, and it would just be like it would have to be a pure passion project because I just don't think. Yeah, you don't need you don't need to remake season one either. Like season one, you don't need to that. That's, that's the perfect part is, the way yeah, it is. Like, the first season of the anime is actually an incredibly well done adaptation. So it's yeah. like there's certainly gonna whoever does choose to maybe take up the project will be in a tough spot. Do they just start at season two? Which is maybe I don't know if there's any examples of it happening before, but it's maybe not unheard of for someone to grab it and be like, okay, I've, I'm the new production studio. I'm gonna start after this, and I'm just gonna continue. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if it happens, I think it's gonna be a long time out, and it's mm-hmm. gonna have to be a passion project. I just don't think there's enough financial support for a company to be like, oh hell yeah, people are real stoked on the rest of it. Promised Neverland after the first season. Yeah. Um. Because I just. I mean. No, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years. Who knows? But I, I think people need to kind of relax on the whole, like, promised Everland Brotherhood now. Like, it's just, I don't know. People I mean, people are saying the same thing. So, I, this won't be anything specific for Attack on Titan. But there's people already saying, like, uh, sign this petition to get Mappa to, 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 re, to animate a, a new ending for Attack on Titan because the ending's ass. So, oh, people are like, wow. people are Bro, like. People think the ending is so bad. People, I love it yeah. because I. I, this, this is something that I've been saying from the beginning, okay? Attack on Titan, he did not know where his story was going, and he just kept writing. And I'm telling you, I'm te- they're like, oh, everything came together, and oh, everything calls back to itself. And the Attack on Titan author had no idea what he was writing, and it's not even drawn well. And that anime uh, gave, it, about it. Uh, gave it life... <laughs> I don't I'm want to talk about the manga artwork. Dude. I'm anti Attack on Titan. Okay, here's the thing about Titan. It's I agree so with fucking you. Okay, let's move on. So, Promised Neverland yeah. uh, season two was literally trash balls. I'm giving it like a two out of ten because I did watch it. Fuck that shit. I never want to watch it again. Um, fuck, maybe a one out of ten. I don't even know. It was all. It's unbearable. Don't just don't watch it. Watch don't, watch season one and then, and then pick watch. up pick up in the manga. Read the manga it's so the rest sad. of the way through. Let's move on to Titan. Titan, Titan had yep. a season conclude as well. Yep. So. Here's the deal. David and I watched... You watched the anime, right? Yes, I did. Kenny, you've never actually read the manga or, like, continued with Titan, have you? No, I I, I read for a while, and it was just... Read some synopses. It's it hard to read. Yeah, and then it just, like... It sounds like it makes no goddamn sense, and he just, Here's like, where kill, all... Kills characters for no reason, and then, Bridge like, the gap, I think. Because, like... I think that Titan is going to be comparable in the long run to a series like... Man... Like Game of Thrones. In some ways to Brotherhood, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, it's going to be considered a, a very well-respected series as a whole. Okay, But yeah. I think that it's nowhere near as well-written as Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Let's just put that out there. No. Titan is not that. It is not that. It's nowhere near as well-drawn. The manga is looks like it's drawn by a four-year-old sometimes. Um, I can't draw better than him, so no disrespect. He's a good artist or whatever, but I do think he's a professional. To be honest, I, I think you could draw better than him. Maybe some, maybe in some degree, I might actually, but most people probably can't. I hate to disrespect him because there's times where bad artists can do really cool stuff. Look at one. I think one. Mob Psycho looks awesome, even though it's poorly drawn. Right. I just don't think Titan was the right story to have, like, maybe a poorly drawn, or, I don't know. Hajime Isayama, it's whatever. He can do whatever he wants. I understand why Shonen Jump turned him down at the beginning because I would have been hesitant if I was working for Shonen Jump and someone handed me that. I would also be confused. Um, here's the deal. I agree with you, Kenny, 100% that in the middle 
of Attack on Titan, he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, like, no matter how you flex it, season two of the anime, whatever that it correlates to in the manga, is kind of a hot fucking mess. And I remember watching it thinking, like, oh, no. I was like, this is what, like, what's, where are we headed? Is that the part and, where, um, with, um, fuck, what's her name? Anne or Anna? Is part, like, like two, running away. Like correlates that, that whole to Ymir and Krista's whole story arc. Um, yeah. You've, also got, yeah. you've got Reiner and, um, but that's not her name. Uh, Bertolt. Reiner and Bertolt reveal that they are the Titans. Yeah. There's some back and yeah. forth of, like, kidnapping Aaron during that part. Yeah. Um, so on and so forth. And I think that kind of leaks over into season three as well a little bit, but yeah, whatever. It gets a little messy. Finally, through some flashbacks, through some shit here and there, and then season three kind of has all that crazy shit where like the king or whatever and yeah, his blood he, he turns into a fucking blob, and he's yeah. like he's slugging across the land of paradise. Um, and you know, they slowly uncover the history. That's when the story starts to really find its treads of like, this is no longer a story about titans eating people it's really a story about historical and uh problematic systemic and racist issues like that's i mean and it's about the the theme of attack on titan to me by the end or by where we're at in the anime is the impact that war has on society is war good and, yeah exactly is war, is war good that's that's the question and i yeah. think that somewhere in there isayama probably did know he was headed in some direction towards this but it does feel like it took many years to, for him to figure out, oh, okay, I, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this to get me there. And because of that, it's really tough to say that it's going to be like, and I've, yeah, I've heard bad things about the manga ending. I've heard good things about it. I've heard mixed. I don't know where, what, how people feel about it. I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to read it because I just don't want to be spoiled, but I'm excited to see what the anime does yeah. with it in you wanna, the winter. So you guys want to hear about a better anime about war and the, the aspect of war on children as they're growing up. Um, it's called, uh, it's called, fuck, what's that anime called? I'm waiting for uh, it to say Vampire gonna, Night. I thought you were going to say Vampire <laughs> Night. No, yeah. fucking, not Vampire Night, bro. Uh, fucking, fucking the Viking one. What's God? It was oh, just Vinland Saga. Saga. Vinland Saga is, is literally, is literally about the huh. aspect and. Who animated Vinland Saga and Attack on Titan? Oh, oh, when? I think it's crazy studio. I think it's one of the best animation studios working today. You know, and also I feel like there are tons of other mecha anime because let's be honest, Attack on Titan is a mecha anime. Nobody can tell me otherwise. There are tons. It slowly becomes that when they start. It's a a mecha anime. It's it's a mecha anime. Okay. Um, Um, There are tons of other mecha anime that that, uh, go into that. I mean, look at uh, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Like, that Similar. is the direct yeah. impact on, on children and the underprivileged uh, in the aspect of war. And I just, you know. Titan's great, but it, it does have its flaws. And I think some of the super fans are not a, a accepting of those flaws. Yeah. And I love the series. I loved every episode of the new season. Mm. I think Mappa did great with it. Uh, I am going to respect those of you who hold strong opinions about the animation decisions Mappa made. Fine. I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it, I think it matches more to the theme and look of the manga, honestly, mm-hmm. compared to what Wit does. Like Wit is great at making things beautiful and just like oh my God. seamless, and just makes you want to love what you're seeing. The first three seasons of Titan are beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. I mean, it, it's Ken, hard to compare. The like, Kenny yeah. and fucking um, oh, I can't remember his name. People are gonna hate me for this. 
Kenny and who? What? Uh, Kenny's the guy with the hat. Kenny's the guy with the hat. People are gonna hate me for for this. I the don't, short I'm, guy. Levi. Levi. Yeah, I forgot Levi. Oh, Levi. People are gonna hate me. Levi. Le- Levi's not my favorite character. That's probably why. But um. Whoa! People love Levi. <laughs> oh no! But but Come the on. Levi and Kenny fights in season three were probably some of the best animation I've ever seen. And like, I mean, a lot of people have that opinion too. But like, Do you remember I, fucking when Levi had to you know advance through that city as the Beast Titan was like fucking throwing yeah. rocks at him. Yeah. And Levi like, warped up his fucking arm and like, shit. Fucking I mean, Beyblade that shit. That's one of my favorite anime fight scenes maybe of all time. Incredibly yeah. fun by Wit Studio. Holy yeah. shit, that scene kicked my ass. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think Mappa's animation is is good. It's, yeah. it's not comparable to Wit, obviously, but right. it's still really good. If Mappa had just done it from the beginning, I don't think people would have ever... Con- but unfortunately, people are comparing Mappa to Wit and I... Mappa is can, one of the best studios working today too. Yeah, but Wit is—I just have a hard like. Wit's on a, a pedestal for me. They're just very, very good, and they make very specific choices with the shows that they work on, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I Wit's very good. Just like Bones is very good. Madhouse yeah. is very good. Um, uh, who else is another? IG Production—they're pretty good, right? IG Productions—they do a lot of sports stuff now, but yeah. they're still really good. I mean, UFO Table. UFO, UFO table. table is a fucking genius. I mean, just incredible. Um, just so many great studios oh, out Club there Works. now. Um, Works is okay. I feel like they're okay. You know, Wonder Egg Priority? Priority. Oh, we have to talk about Wonder Egg Priority. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. Kyoto Animation, some of those ones. Those are okay studios. They do some good stuff here and there. But Titan, I, for part one or part one of the final season, I would give it like a really strong like seven point five, like a really strong seven point five, maybe eight. Um really great season and i think the finale could be yeah i mean i just i really enjoyed this half of it honestly like it, it wouldn't be an attack on um, Titan finale without a hella cliffhanger so yeah i mean yeah they kind of fucked us with the choice yeah. of where to stop and i don't know why they just didn't keep going but i guess we're gonna take a year break and then come back to it next winter so honestly the, uh, the second half jerry it's it's when it gets fucky <laughs> i mean i guess it's, fuck, it's when it, it's when it gets fucky jerry it's, that's all i'll uh, say <laughs> I'll read the manga because I no, just need to know, but I need to know, but I do think I'm going to ruin it for myself because I've just enjoyed never reading the manga for Titan and just only sticking to anime. I've been anime only this whole time. And I think that I'm going to finally break that for this, but we'll see. Um, whatever. Yeah. Titan's good. It was good. It was whatever. It's whatever. Hopefully yeah. people are, hopefully this is a show that doesn't go down in infamy. You know, hopefully it doesn't get game of Thrones. Hopefully people don't just hate it forever. Jerry. I hope that Titan survives this because i do think portions it just looks how much of titan is so good and then how much of it's kind of rough that's you know that's the tough part it has some really strong contrast mm-hmm. what if i told you that it is game of thrones no see that's but some people have told me they like the ending some people told me they like it i i mean it's 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 like split down the middle i feel well maybe i feel I like more people know. dislike it than like it but i i don't know a, a lot of people are also just like appreciative of like Thank you, like Isayama, for this, you know, great story, blah blah blah. It's like right. it's over. Right. It's and also I mean I have no idea how I would end it personally. So I mean it's kind of you know and also hype is hype is poison. The, yeah. you know, this thing mean? was hella hyped and you know that, Aaron, that, Aaron's wrong. That's that's I he's it's wrong. hard to end a long running shonen. Kenny can attest he loves to talk about how shonen they spiral. They spiral. It's hard to end a long running shonen and it be a good ending. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, people, 
like Naruto and Bleach had rough endings after all their years. And yeah, I thought just, I thought people liked Naruto's ending. I don't know. I think Naruto's ending is fine. It just didn't really happen. There's still no in. I mean, it's not, it's not done. So right. The ending was a fucking promotion for Boruto. the shit that's still going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at this point, I don't even know what Naruto's ending really is. But he whatever. got a son. Yeah, he got a kid now. Um, whatever. Okay, boys. Do we want to talk about? I watched season two. Of both of the isekais, both, most of like the big isekais. Oh, I, I didn't say. watch any of that. Oh, so I didn't watch season two. Yeah. Season two of, of Time I Got Reincarnated as Slime, still just a fun romp. It's yeah. it's isekai fair. It does the isekai shit. Uh, I enjoy it. I watch it. Whatever. Um, it's not anything groundbreaking, but I enjoy it. Um, and then cool. the end of season two of ReZero. ReZero oh. might be. Might be my favorite isekai on the market right now. Got split into two cores. Is that got, what happened? Yeah, two parts. Okay. They, but yeah. I think they did it back to back. Like it was one season. I think there was just a one season break. So okay, um, okay. But ReZero, I'm really happy with. We got a lot of answers. They asked some new questions. That's what I. I this is what I cannot stand is whenever shows that don't make sense, like ReZero in particular, we don't get a lot of answers, and we get a lot of questions. And mm. I think that this season answered a lot of questions. There are still some questions, but I think that we are in a position now where a lot of the questions have been answered, and if they haven't been answered, we know where to find the answers. And so, I don't know. I really enjoy it, and I enjoy this sort of Groundhog's Day style of, mm. of, of I don't know, storytelling, of mm. trying to figure out how to fix the loop. or you know, like I really liked All You Need Is Kill, which is a, a shorter manga that got adapted into that Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Um I like that idea of the sort of time loop and figuring out how to fix the time loop and stuff like that. Or even like Erased is similar to that. Yeah. Um, so I like that style of storytelling. And I think ReZero might be one of the best isekais on the market right now. If not the best. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I hear claims that it's the best isekai of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, I don't think it's just a standard natural isekai, though. You know, it is an isekai, obviously. But it's not standard isekai fair if that makes sense where slime is and it was i enjoyed slime just as much so yeah that's good so slime re-zero both come to a conclusion kenny how do you rank them uh like eight or nine out of ten both of them i mean they they both did exactly what you expected okay that's very good then. That's, they're that's very high, good yeah yeah you consider good. both these to be pretty high tier isekai so i hear that I, a lot I do. Slime yeah. and i would yeah, say slime that, yeah. and and re-zero both pretty high tier isekais overall yeah. um well, speaking of okay. Easy Guys, there's another show, Mushoku Tensei. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We'll get into it. I think there's a couple. I'm trying to think. Are there any other like shows that not all of us watch? Before you want to go to lighter, lighter ones? Uh, Me and Jay both watched Wonder Egg Priority. Wonder Egg Priority. Oh, yeah, you guys both watched Wonder Egg. I know and, there's a finale episode still. Yeah, I would love I, Yeah, I, I enjoyed all of it thus far. But, yeah, they 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 gave us... they. Left us fucking waiting. They David, they gave it to us. I mean, there's yeah. obviously another episode to come, and I wanted to watch it right then, and we can't. It's coming. So yeah, and it's gonna be like a, a big ass episode too. It's like final final boss type of you know yeah. episode, and that's cool. It's it, I don't think it comes out till end of June, Kenny. Right? Yeah. So we'll be waiting for yeah, a Wonder bit. Egg, Wonder Egg priority was very cute and it was very emotional. It was mm-hmm. uh you know as it as it you know sort of set out to be sort of the emotions of these young girls as they're going through the, the yeah, like, idea of I remember the first episode. suicide. Yeah. yeah. 
And hmm. so, it, and it's abstract. It's very abstract, but also, you know. But I, I really gorgeous. enjoyed it. The first episode looked gorgeous. Oh, it, it looked great all season. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to watch the yeah. rest. I'm excited to watch yeah. the rest. The animation is beautiful. Like, I think the biggest thing with this show is that it's, it's method of theming on such, not really like hot topics, but topics that are like pretty, like, like difficult to talk about for a lot of people. So like mm-hmm. like identity. There's a uh, one of the girls. She cuts herself. So there's like a whole oh, episode damn. about like self harm mm-hmm. and like um, like parental relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of like um, you know some deep shit that it, it focuses on from episode to episode. That you know teenagers specifically young women. I mean a lot of young people deal with um, on a daily basis. So it was yeah. just, it was interesting to see. Like the whole, and I, well, I won't spoil it for you, Jerry. But the yeah, don't give me a full spoiler. Yeah, yeah I, won't, I won't give a full spoiler. But like, either the line. The, the basic but... premise is that you know, these there's kids that commit, there women, young girls that commit suicide, and mm-hmm. they're kind of transported, and I guess in a way to this other world, and our main characters travel to this other world, and help these girls that commit suicide kind of overcome their demons, the reasons why they committed suicide. Yeah. And so, um, and each person that they meet have committed suicide for very different reasons. And all of those reasons are touched on. And like I said, um, a lot of the topics are, um, you know, could be close to home for some people. Um, mm. And so I, th- I thought like the messaging in the show is very well done. I don't think I've seen the show, uh, especially because there was a whole episode about um, identity. Like one of the girls was like, um, or boys because she says i'm not a girl i'm a boy i'm a yeah. girl i'm a boy trapped in a girl's body and mm. i don't think i've seen any other anime that kind of t- touches like on that specific subject and yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was handled really well in, in that episode so it's it's a Damn. it's a very woke show very woke yeah show. seems really well handled i mean i'm excited to watch it myself i'm gonna wait for the finale episode to come out because I know it's delayed or whatever, or whenever it's going to come out. But I was going to marathon it all and then wait for it with you guys. But I think I'm just going to wait till it's all out and then I'll watch it. But because I assume yeah. they won't do. Do you guys feel like there's a second season coming or something? No, like that? I, I it feels like this is the last episode. Like it, it yeah. felt it'll like be a complete story, right? Yes, it, I think so. It might even be like a like a like a like an hour long OVA or like something like yeah. longer than just like a tra- the traditional twenty something minute episode. I could definitely right. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see them being able to wrap it up in, you know, 30, 30 minutes or whatever. But yeah, I'm excited to see what comes. I think that cool. there are some unanswered questions I'm ready to not not unanswered, but yeah, just things cool. were coming to their conclusion and it, it's upsetting to stop right right before. Yeah. Right. Cool. And I think that's it guys. I think uh do you guys want to give it a rating? What would you rate it right now? Ten out of ten? No, I'm. Oh, just... I mean, I'm going to give it like a nine. Like, yeah, I would say nine as well. Nine, it, depending, so good. if the last episode is great, uh, it may be a ten. But yeah. right, okay, cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Damn, I'm excited to watch it. I need to watch it. Okay. Yeah. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. Uh, the only other quick shows that I I watched also, obviously, I watched Doctor Stone season two. Mm. I don't think either of you guys watched it yet. Did nope. you? No, if you, if, if you I'll just say it now. If you like Doctor Stone season one, season two is perfect. I mean, it was a panel for panel adaptation of the next arc. Uh, the pacing was good. The animation was better than season one, and uh, everything knocked it out of the park. So obviously, if you like season one, just keep watching it. They did a good job. I'm happy they didn't divert from the manga at all. They didn't move away from anything. They just kept adapting it, which is, I think, what we can all hope for uh, yeah. for an anime adaptation, right? Like, 
I prefer that to uh, some of other choices people have made. Or for, so, yeah, great, great adaptation of the next part of uh, Doctor Stone. So if you're into it, really cool opening as well. Really great job. 7.5 out of 10. Easy. I love Dr. Stone though. So it's not for everyone, but I do love it. Um, and then obviously we're going to say, we're going to save this one for another episode, but I want to tell everyone, obviously Jujutsu Kaisen came to a conclusion at this, the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen. A lot of us are kind of on the whole, you know, maybe one of the best modern shonens right now. So we'll do a whole episode on it, hopefully very soon. Um, but in brief, I know for me, I am in love with the series. I think it's fantastic. But uh, in brief, boys, do you guys have any thoughts about JJK? That's just fucking hype as fuck. I That's like Jujutsu Kaisen. 10 out of 10. I read yep. the manga, so. Kenny's a manga reader on it, but I'm an anime watcher, and I've been buying the manga now, too, to, to get it all together. So just fantastic. Love it. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that on hopefully another episode where we can go deep dive on JJK for you guys. Yeah. Because uh, what, a, what a first season and a great and stellar, stellar job by MAPPA. I mean, I can't. Uh, understate that is uh they probably their best work probably their best work work. really um okay when we did our review of 13 brand new anime series at the beginning of this season there were three shows we pick at on each of our review episodes like that we always pick kind of the shows we were the most excited for and the top of the list after we watched the first episodes were mushoku tensei and horamiya and a lot of people out there in the world like these two shows a lot too and all three of us boys we stuck it out and we watched the whole season of both these shows so let's get into what do we want to start with boys hormia or mashoku where are we at i don't i don't care let's do hormia okay let's start with hormia um kenny you know the drill give us a brief uh, summary synopsis what's hormia is about horisan and miyamura kun uh, and their budding relationship, bro, and their relationships with other people, and sort of, uh, I think that a lot of I, I love that the introspection on Miyamura and like the fact that he was sort of a more shy kid and scared of things and a little bit bullied, and he grows into this sort of guy that really loves his friends and loves the people around him, and you know, doesn't look so. I mean, he starts to you know he looks back on his time in middle school and even earlier in high school how. He didn't have the relationships that he has now. Uh, and he, you know, he's grown from that. And he understands that, you know, he wouldn't always be like that. And he's happy the way he is. And I, I love the, the relationships between the characters, each of the relationships that we sort of see, the the one between their their two friends, Yuki and uh, fucking, I don't remember the guy's name. The relationship between brother and sister that they see, uh, with their friends and their, you know, all the different relationships that bud and grow throughout their, their high school life. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I just, I love it. It's, it's so cute. Um, and it's so like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I really enjoy romance and I really enjoy sort of heartfelt romance like this. And, and it's funny. They, and, yeah. and they sound like, they sound like people whenever they talk to each other. Like, you know, sometimes in romance, it kind of doesn't sound like they're people. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, I love you so much. I never want to be apart from you. And you're like, okay, people, you know, people say that, but not like, not like all the time forever. Right. And this is definitely a lot more cute. I love, I love, okay, this is one of my favorite things. Hori's, whenever she's like, Miyamura, I want you to treat me like shit. She's like, I want you to hit me and treat me like Whoa. shit. And he's like, I, I love the idea that, you know, he loves her so much and he wants to do that for her, but it makes him feel uncomfortable. And so like, they sort of have that, I, I don't know, like a, a sort of relationship discussion about it. it I don't know. 
And I love I love Hori's dad. How much he <laughs> loves Miyamura. He's like my son, Miyamura. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, I think that this is the type of romance anime that really works as like a almost like an introduction to the genre for people if they were like not bought into romance animes like this is a really solid starting point mm-hmm. because it's just it's pretty straightforward the characters are fun to watch it's well paced i mean it's a really easy watch and um uh definitely keeps you pretty captivated because all the characters are likable which is something that not every romance anime does like there, sometimes there are some shitty people involved yeah um but they show every character you can kind of root for all of them in their own circumstances and i think that really helps for a show like this because I don't know. That's, yeah, like I said, some romances, there's, like, characters you don't want to root for. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of turns you off a little bit. But, um, yeah, logistics-wise, boys, what did you guys think? Like, animation, music, oh, all? I thought it looked great. I loved, I actually really loved the opening song. The opening song, I yeah. added it to Spotify yeah. anime playlist. Yeah. That shit's a bop. It's so good. It's a good one. It's a great I like, opening. I like the ending song, too. The ending's good, I too. do, too. But I like, I like the opening song more, bro. I never skipped the opening. But yeah. I do think the music overall, some of the usage of the, there's like one theme song that kind of plays when the colors mm-hmm. separate from their bodies. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I thought that that was a pretty good usage of music to kind of illustrate the uh, the color thing. I, I'm not sure what, that was such a weird style. I don't know. It was a cool, I like it, is what yeah. I want to get at first. But the whole like, you know, when they're like having like a endearing moment, it's like yeah. their color like comes out of their body or whatever. Yeah. Or like, um, you know, they, they have, they come to an emotional understanding. That's, that's how I right. always saw it. Yeah. It's like if a moment's happening between two people, all of a sudden they're just in this white bubble and there's just colors behind them. And it's really, yeah. I think that's a cool, cool little animation decision. Cause I assume the manga doesn't really do that. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's manga. You can't, right. You can't really do that. So th- that's like a choice the animators made that I really enjoyed. And I got to respect them for that. Cause, um, it's a pretty simple animation when it comes down. Like, romance, you're not going to have these cool fight scenes, this Sakuga moments. There's right. not really any of that. Because um, the animation is just a little more simple. And because of that, you know, they have to find something else to make it exciting and visually. And so I think they accomplished that with sort of the color blocks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, logistically, yeah, it was a really fun show. Music, animation, voice work. All that was really pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I didn't have any complaints with that stuff. Um, David, what did you think about the story, though? I mean, overall, I thought the story, it's like a pretty simple story. There's nothing really too deep about it. Um, just the overall theme of just, you know, just relationships, love, just finding things about people that you can find a connection with and, and enjoy about. Like, I think it's uh, Miyamura-kun, there's like multiple times in the show where he just like lists off of like basically all of Hori's flaws, but... But it's like the reason why he loves her so much, right? And there's like a the scene where it's like, oh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but oh, you you like Corey? Like, could you could you hit her when yeah. she tells you to? And he's like, well, I can never hit her. It's like, oh, well, you can never be with her. So it's yeah. just, mm-hmm. it, and it he was, was so he was so dejected too. Yeah, he was like, he was like oh, um, I like that. I I can't remember what it was like the middle of the, of the show when when Mirmer was like hitting Hori and the oh god the when she when she uh ran into the convenience store he came out and he was like what took you so long bitch yeah <laughs> dude yes that that shit was was and then those those guys are like he treats her like that yeah, oh he, my god he's a monster too and she like protected him or whatever from yeah. that was crazy dude that was i like that and yeah. she's like brimming ear to ear she's like 
Say it again, and you're like, he's like, oh. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to kink shame. It's like, I don't want to kink shame, but. That's kind of interesting kink, honestly. That was, I didn't expect that at all. That's honestly, I think, a pretty common one, though. I think. Yeah, I just didn't expect, like, the, I don't know. I didn't expect it out of Hori, because, like, I, and I get it. The cool thing about this show is also that they're essentially like 18 year olds for the most of it. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're pretty they're much adults. Years. They're graduating. Um, yeah. They're essentially graduate. I mean, the, gra- the end of the show is graduation. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. The one thing that I'll say about the plot and pacing, the front half of the show, I really, really enjoyed. I was really bought in the first five, six episodes or so. Mm-hmm. For some, and I don't know why they did this. And I don't know if there was a better execution plan. In my, in my mind, this could have been executed a little bit better. But the front half of the show had a pretty good focus on the drama of Hori and Miyamura, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was the focus. And because of that, we actually had some good, like, dramatic tension, especially, like, you know, early on, you've got purple hair guy, can't even think of his name, um, who also liked Hori. And then, like, you know, Miyamura gets confronted by her. There was some, there was some like, legitimate, some interesting drama, gripping drama sort of stuff. Then kind of in the back half, it just sort of became uh, episodic. Um, yeah. they kind of yeah. lost any sort of like continuing story. The first half had all of the, like, um, you know, the actual like story and the back half was like, okay, let's spend a t- an episode with the green haired guy and his little sister. And yeah. Now it's been an episode with the red haired guy and his little girlfriend and why, what they do at his house in the books. And then let's spend an, you know what I mean? Uh, let's spend an episode with the blonde girl. And I was like, I, part of me just wishes the story part had been spread out through the whole season and like every other episode was like a cutaway episode or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that I would have been more invested had they just kind of spread out the side stories and they got to remember though, backloaded. You got to remember real life is episodic. And I think that, um, Oh yeah. I mean, it could be episodic. Uh, I, it's you definitely... know, and it was uh, later in the se- season, it was more about them building relationships with other people and horror or me and Murray developing, friendships with people it's something that he had never really done before and i and know. i totally agree but i think that unfortunately like it was like some of the building was lessened because we'd spend 19 t- minutes of the episode without hori and miyamura being on screen at all you yeah. know what i mean like it would it would just be i mean the green-haired kids episode almost as like i don't even know if hori and miyamura said more than one or two lines in that whole episode and i was like why the fuck do i care about the green-haired kid and i'm like i get it he was there and he was there the whole time and he like hung out with him and shit. But then like, yeah, oh, he's cold. He's cold to his sister at home. And like his sister's grades are failing. I think that I would have actually cared more if that had been in the front. Uh, you know what I mean? Like if that had been early on and then green haired guy was there kind of intermingling with Hori Miyamura moving forward, I would be like, oh, damn, green haired guy's got serious shit going on. But I like the way he handles himself at school. I just think I maybe. Maybe it's not even a pacing issue. Maybe it's just an episode order issue. Like, I just think that it was yeah. ordered weird. And I don't think it followed the exact order of the manga either. Well, I think they kind of moved I think stuff around. They just kind of, it seemed like they just picked stories they wanted to tell from the manga. Because okay, yeah. there were there yeah. was stuff that just got entirely skipped over. And a lot of the big, like, I, I, not like team up portions, but there was like a, you know, they there was a uh, class festival that they sort of skipped over. That um, but sounds it, cool. That sounds in the fun, last, yeah. In, in the last episode, the sort of photos that come down during the ending song are other little small arcs that they did. Like, there was there was a small arc where um, Miyamura goes on a date with Yuki because he's still pretending. I don't even think it talks about it, but uh, he pretends to be Hori's cousin instead of Whoa. actually just being Miyamura whenever he has the long hair still. 
Whoa. That's one in particular. I just remember them skipping over because she, you know, she sees him jump over the fence and she's like, who is that? Yeah. And then Hori's like, oh, that's my cousin. Oh. And then they like go on a date and then Hori gets pissed off about it. Obviously. It's See, so- that's so cool. That's interesting that there was some, and I, I'm okay with it. I think that, I guess I'm being a little nitpicky by like saying that because I actually really loved the story oh. and I love the structure and I love the whole show and I love all the characterizations. And even though like green haired guy, maybe I don't know why that one sticks out that specifically the green hair. I can't think of his name. Uh, I think his story era 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 his era, his story specifically stuck out as one that I was very bored. Like I, I just remember thinking like, man, the rest of them I kind of enjoyed because at least like with the student council guy and the little girl, they were both involved in sort of the drama part at the beginning. And then getting their side story was cool to me because I liked those characters or I wanted to see more about them. Same thing with obviously purple hair and uh, what's her name? Yuki, Yuki. And, Yuki. and purple and, hair guy. Uh, Ishikawa. And Ishikawa. they got Ishikawa. They got side stories later on as well. I liked that because that those characters were there from day one and they were a big part of the drama too. So I guess the green haired guy was the only guy that, and I feel like they just maybe like, maybe he was supposed to be more involved and they just sort of cut his parts out or something. Right. He's all, I, I mean, he always was right. He was, you know, yeah. he's, he Ishikawa. was like present. Um, yeah. Like Iro was there, but I just constantly was like, he had like a line every episode, maybe, and it was like then we got a whole episode dedicated to him. Yeah, his stuff definitely like, got ah. cut out more. It felt like. Um, yeah, so I I just felt yeah. weird that they even gave him that episode. Maybe they should have just cut that completely, and maybe that would have helped a little bit because I don't know. That was the only guy that I was like, huh? But I mean, his story was still kind of cute, and it was kind of quirky. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. writing overall. He loves his sister, man. You said yeah. it, Kenny, but like the dialogue writing in this show was just very impressive. Yeah, um, very well written and very natural sounding dialogue that uh, made me connect better with these characters. So I don't know, David, Kenny, any other thoughts on Hormia? Oh, I just, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it too. I, I agree that the pacing, yeah. it, it did seem like it was popcorning around the last few episodes. Yeah. Um, Cause there was like a period where I think uh, Sawada, the, the mm-hmm. younger girl who was introduced. Oh yeah. Like she a, gets, yeah. And then she just sort of disappears. Yeah, for a She while like is that. introduced. She's like cut for a while. And then she just pops out of nowhere and then oh her, my god, yes. Yeah. The girl that likes Tori. Yeah, yeah. She, she just literally yeah. popped up one episode as if she was there the whole time, but she actually wasn't. So I was like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, this character. Cool. And, and another thing that I, I, I hate it when this happens, this doesn't happen often, but when a character is introduced, but it's but they're like, like the show acts like they were there the entire time, but they were never actually introduced. Who was that mm-hmm. little girl at the end? And Which one? There was a little girl in Hori's house with her uh, little yeah, brother. It, it, it skipped her arc too. She was Yeah, I Kitty she told me about that. Arc, yeah. Her little brother has like a side story about him falling in love or something, right? Yeah, well he he just has like a play date with a girl and it's yeah. like, it's cute and Miyamura's there. Why why animate her in the episode when she was never introduced? That's a great question, David. They probably just should have left it out. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. Yeah, but Damn. that's weird, but yeah, well, I agree with you. That, that, that annoyed I, I me, but... I only knew about it because Kenny told me there was... A, and so when she popped up, I remember thinking, like, oh, that's probably the girl that got cut out. That was all I remember. I remember thinking, oh, cool. Um, I am very happy, though, that almost all of Hori's dad made it into the anime because <laughs> he's my favorite character, okay? He's hilarious. Very funny, he's very hilarious. funny character. Hilarious. Very funny. I, I love... He was like, is Miyamura coming to Christmas? <laughs> yeah. He was like, what, great, do you not care Great about execution. Me? 
I feel weird about like why his mom lets him lets her him be there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The fuck, well, I don't know and his mommy's Hori's mommy's to put her fucking foot down and just be like, get the fuck out of my house. Dude. I love the. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think it ever explains it, and I think that's intentional. You know, two high school kids are not going to know what's going on with their parents' relationship. You know. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's I don't know. It's really cute. I love him. He's my favorite character. The the yeah. last episode did it uh, three times actually. So it was that little girl. You remember the red haired kid with glasses who came outside and was like, Hey Miyamura, what's up? Like, oh, we gotta go take that. this picture. You remember that's that? That's the guy that's the guy who uh wanted to date Yuki, wasn't it? No, it was uh, he wasn't in the show except for that one oh. scene. Oh, and, wow. and then also the teacher I think I may have misplaced him as as that guy, right? Kenny, the guy who oh, yeah, had the... glasses but then he didn't have glasses by the end. Yeah, I thought that oh, no, that's a, a y- y- Yanagi? Yanagi? Yeah, Yanagi. Yanagi. I, for some Yanagi. reason, I think I thought that that was that guy, too. But it, it was, wasn't. It was a different guy? character. Different character. Completely different character. You know, they wow. they they wanted to just do a, a just the complete whatever. You know, and, and definitely you can tell you can tell the story as the vignettes that it was. Sort of this, right. you know, look into these, these characters' lives. So, I don't know. I think I, that they could easily... And what's cool about this the situation there is they adapted the brunt of the story. So yeah. the anime pretty much got it all. Yeah, but they could totally do, like, oh, one-off but, OVAs and adapt yeah. some of the other side stories for fun. And that's kind of a cool place they set themselves up in. Because yeah. will yeah. they do OVAs? Who knows? But at least, like, there's they the can. possibility. And yeah. now if someone wants to just watch the show, they've got the whole story beginning to end, which is pretty cool. So, okay. I don't know. I, I'm up and down on it. But you're right, David. They did kind of... They did kind of yeah, us. I mean, it's not it's not the end of the world. Like, it doesn't affect the anime overall. Like, it's still like pacing for the most part is well done. Like, it's still yeah. really cool to see you know the beginning of a lot of these relationships and then they're blossoming and then end result at the end of the show. So we do get mm-hmm. that beginning, middle, end with basically all the important characters. So, so yeah, not not the end of the world, but I was it still peeved me a little bit. It was like, who is this guy? What's his name? It was like, what's happening? Who are these people? Like, I, I just watched this. What is their name? Mm-hmm. Just so I can forget it later. But anyway. Right. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I, I mean, let's uh, let's give it a uh, let's give it some numbers, boys. Eight uh, out of ten. Seven, eight out of ten. Seven point five. Going right for it. What, David? Seven point five. Yeah, I think for me, this is like a solid. I'm gonna be a little more scrutinizing on it. I think this is like a. So be be honest, like, be true to yourself, well, Jerry. In, in the comments, guys, Jerry's it, opinions are. I will give it a seven out of ten. Hormi is a seven out of ten for me. This was a solid romance. I enjoyed every episode. I had a couple nitpicks about the the flow of the story, but it was a well written character story, character driven, and I like that. That's why I'll give it a seven out of ten. It was fun. It was cute. It was quirky. Well animated. Good music. Um, a show that I would encourage anyone who's interested in romance anime. Good, good starting point, in my opinion. This would be a good starting point. Yeah. Um. So that's my suggestion. But yes, I'm gonna. Uh, it's just hard. This is not like a masterpiece to me, right? Like I just, this ain't an eight. This ain't no nine. This ain't no ten. Like I feel like I don't know. No, I agree. It's not. It's definitely not a masterpiece. No. It's yeah. It's cute. It accomplishes what it's you know trying to convey. And yeah. That's you know totally something I would suggest to people though. I would Absolutely. probably almost certainly. If someone asks, like, oh, I want to try... I'd be like, yeah, Horami is a great one to start yeah. with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would say um, this over Tony Kawa. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. Tony Kawa was way more... The humor was a little more off-kilter and... Yeah. A little, a little more anime. Little, yeah, a little more weeby. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, boys. Well, let's... Uh, 
let's talk about Mushoku Tensei. I think this is the big dog, you know? A lot of people really like Mushoku Tensei, and I'll just set the record straight right now. This is it. This is the first time I've ever watched a fucking isekai and not fucking blown my brains out. This is the first time. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked an isekai. I, I just have to say, I, I it's pretty have good. never... I have to defend myself. I don't hate the genre. I, I don't want to hate the genre. I I just, for some reason, fantasy elements and the whole reincarnation trope, I just don't find it very interesting. And a lot of times I feel like the characters within these stories lack motivation and they lack purpose. And because of that, it's hard to get invested as, a, as someone who was here to watch it for a certain reason. I think that sometimes isekais that don't take themselves too seriously are maybe a little bit more like manageable. But a show like Log Horizon that like tried to take itself seriously... God, I hated Log Horizon. I just feel so bad because I try these isekais and I really genuinely want to give them a shot. But I just feel like they're so deeply rooted in these tropes and these archetypes and these fucking things that every single one does. I have so much hard times with it. But damn, did I like Mushoku Tensei. Damn. Well, that's just it. it Mushoku Tensei Shit was a is, it is the tropes, right? It's from fucking 2009. It's you got the progenitor of isekais. It truly is one of the first. That's why, it, and that's why it doesn't follow that. Yeah, it just feels like a cool story now. It doesn't feel like a show yeah. that is built on tropes, but you're, yeah, it feels like a show establishing tropes or doing yeah. things that it, it feels like it was doing it for the first time. Um, you know, when I'm watching a new isekai like Log Horizon, they wake up and they're all of a sudden episode later they're masters of the virtual world. Instead, fucking. We spend five episodes of Rudy just like head ass growing up and having to deal yeah. with like normal shit. It's so much more time with the character. And I'm just, damn, I'm every episode I was like, damn, damn, this is a well written character drama in an isekai world. And mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah, and I like yeah. that. So, and also, Rudy doesn't start one, Rudy is not uh, in isekais, it, it's like, I'm the best swordsman and magician and fucking god in this world. And right. Rudy's just a great magician, right? Yeah. He's just a great magician. Yeah. Um, he's okay with the sword, but he's just a great magician. And not even by like he he's, he earned he's got, that like, shit. He read. Yeah. He practiced. He's got natural he studied, talent. Yeah. But he also works hard to, yeah. to embrace yeah. the natural talent. Does it ever say his 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 cheat? Has it has it said that? Not no. in the anime. You know? He's supposed to be reborn with a special trait. Mm. It says in the manga, but I don't know if it'll mm. ever say it. But he's reborn. Just pain doesn't hurt as bad. That's it. And so oh. the headaches from him learning magic just kind of don't hurt as bad. Mm. That's his that's his, his his cheat or his his trait that he's Yeah, that definitely with. didn't like impact the story at all. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. So but, Yeah, I don't know, boys. What do you guys think about Mich I got to just lay it on the line here. It looked like a fucking movie every episode. I oh, mean, yeah. it looked amazing. There was no there's no anime opening. No episode has an opening. There's a song that plays in the beginning while they run a couple credits on screen, but generally it's over world building. You know, you see a couple shots of a, of a city or a place that they're at. Um, when the title you know like glitters I mean? in, it just looks so good. It looks so beautiful. Right. And that's so cool. And so, you know, there's no traditional anime opening, so it makes it feel more like a movie. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, it just, it, I mean, it fucking looked great. It was a beautifully animated. Is all oh, yeah. Said. Amazing. The studio that was put together with, you know, everyone has talked about it, but Mushoku Tensei's anime studio, they they put themselves together to make Mushoku Tensei. Like, this studio exists because they wanted to make this show. 
Um, so that's weird. <laughs> um, that's awesome. But though. it just means they're they're really passionate about it. And because of that we got a beautiful, beautiful animation, art, music, voice acting, incredible job across the board for all of those um, aspects. Mm-hmm. Of it. I don't know. What do you guys like think the about sword that? fights? The, the oh. all the water spells. Like I don't think I've ever seen water oh, so beautifully animated. Oh my god! Like, it's it's crazy that this is just what? you know a normal anime show or you're getting like movie quality <laughs> scenes um mm-hmm. and all, all the character designs like the characters themselves i i'm really enjoying too um, yeah and it's also cool that because usually like the trope in a lot of like i i don't know about isekais but just like overall like demons are like bad people or like demons are like evil yeah like whatever. fantasy world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fantasy worlds, and in this world, like they're just like everyone else, but they're like kind of in, the, in their own continent, and mm. we kind of do we get to explore that continent for a few episodes because uh, there's like a part where and yeah, and, the back and, half of the show, yeah, the back half of the show, spoilers, it, spoilers yeah, and I, yeah. I don't think it was explained why it happened either, but basically something happens to where it transports Rudy and his party to a to I think the, we're gonna to learn the other side of the world, right? Right. Because there was a essentially a, a battle ensues, what was it, like episode six or seven or eight, maybe? Something yeah. like that. And a fight ensues. This guy kind of shows up. He's fighting, fighting, fighting. And there's kind of like a flash of light. Rudy, like, visits the god world. And then he, like, wakes up and he's, like, in the demon continent with yep. uh, with Eris. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. Oh, what's, what's that character's name? Big booby animal woman. Oh, Gislaine. my. Gislaine. Gislaine, yeah. Oh, She's... She's so badass. Holy shit. Jeez. Oh, what a fucking waifu, baby. Oh, <laughs> you know what? my God. Gislaine, oh, ultimate waifu. Oh, damn. She's a queen. Did you see that buttocks, baby? It was hard as rock. Hard baby. as steel. Steel hard buns. Hard as rock. Oh, oh my I forgot God. about that scene. Holy shit. But, um, I love that scene where he's knocking on her butt, dude. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I, I was like, th- this show just had like a good combination of like, there's drama, there's comedy, there's action. There's, like, good just dialogue, just, like, good conversations that they're having. The characters yes. themselves are awesome. Animation is great. Like, this this show kind of has yeah. everything in one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all it, done well. It feels like an isekai masterclass to me. Like, I, I just think that it's... And I get it that it, it established these things. Like, it's probably the first isekai to do the, uh, you know, like, the... Um, uh, what am I... Like the uh adventurer guild sort of thing you know what i mean like how the back of the show they got, it's got to be right like but now every isekai ever does like the oh join the adventurers guild like there's always yeah. it in isekai, what if it was right? the first one with um, with, with truck coon uh, yeah truck it could have been the, the, the progenitor of truck is it the creator of truck coon Who i knows? don't know i don't know get in the comments if you know the first isekai with truck coon in it could it have been us was Mushoku Tensei the guy who started Truck Coon? Oh my Truck Coon? god! I had to look up what it was, and it, it, it was what I thought. Have you never seen? I mean, every, I haven't saw that meme, truck. but now I, I mean, know. Every Isekai starts with a guy getting hit by a truck. Truck Coon. Yes. Truck and this Coon guy comes out. Our, our our protagonist was murdered by a truck. And truck Truck Coon. Truck Coon had to come and get his ass. Truck Coon is a multi-dimensional uh, planar being. That... Can we talk briefly about Rudy's dad? Paul. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Paul is crazy to me. What a character, right? Like, yeah. A, he fucks the shit out of his wife. And they let us know that a lot. He fucks yeah. the shit out of his wife. But not just that, he fucked the shit so out of his maid. maid. Too. But the he maid the wanted it. And not just that, but he fucked the shit out of Gislaine. I mean, like, this man, he fucks everyone. 
And um, he's Paul the Chad. It's his name's Chad, basically. Dude is a super Chad. He kicks ass. He's such a good sword fighter. He's like protecting the city. He's, I guess, like related to nobles. I mean, like this dude is a yep. mega Ult- Chad, ultimate Chad. Holy he's shit. the great, Chad of all Chads, that, man. He's also a great dad. He gave Rudy some good advice, dude. Like he's a good dad. Even though there's a 34 year old fucking dweeb inside of Rudy's body, like he still gave good dad advice. And I was like, wow. Paul, you're a piece of shit, but damn, are you a good, a likable piece of shit? Yeah, you know what I mean, I constantly was like, like God, I fucking like you, but I hate you. Um, I want to, I want to see like more like we probably won't see this, but I want to see more flashbacks of when his parents and Ghislaine were like in their party and like were doing yeah, stuff. That would be that, super cool. That party sound, mm-hmm. it, it was like briefly talked about, but I just yes. felt like it would be so cool to see like some of their adventures. I love that, and I do. I like. I really. I personally really like Roxy. I think yeah. she's a queen as well, dude. Roxy's great. Roxy's uh, the first love, man. I'm not yeah. sure how to put it, but that little shit that she has to work for in the back half of the season, the fucking shitty god. prince or whatever. The season, oh, I hated that guy. I was like, oh my god, this makes me prefer Rudy, even though he stole her fucking underwear. I'm Come still on. just like, that, that's his trophy, bro. That's his his. He worships the goddamn underwear. I know, but still, it's just. So, I don't know. If you can tell from us talking about it, it was funny, but there were so yeah. many great poignant moments. Like, the entire idea and conception of the, um, God, what are their names? The the green-haired people with the things in the head. The demon head. clans? The oh, the superds. Superd. Superds. The whole concept of the superd in this world, and then when we meet our, our main superd in the back half of the series, I can't think of his name either. Rugeard. Rugeard. We meet Rugeard. In the back of the season, and we learn about the reality of what it's like being a superd in this world. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, we all of a sudden are presented with a theming that is about race, and I didn't expect that in this story. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in the first couple episodes, I mean, I should have expected it because it's actually touched on immediately because Roxy is compared to like a, a superd, and that like that little thread is laid in the beginning mm-hmm. and it, it is brought back in which I, obviously like that's great i love that it's layered yeah. in like that it was not something that just was dumped on us and uh for a show that has literal scenes where a fucking uh mage masturbates in the hallway while she listens to some kid's parents plow um that's a, an actual scene from the show by the way um <laughs> you know to that's, have also that's tensei man to also have poignant moments where we have to discuss the uh, the impacts that racial implications have on other human beings and, and uh, people. Like, I, what a weird contrast that for me, it fucking worked. I, I don't know why it works, but I love that it had, like, perverted sexual humor and poignant discussions about reality. And even hearing our main guy Rudy what's his real name it says his real name doesn't it i don't remember no it doesn't and it never tells us we never hear his real name okay no. so he's still always so. Rudy. whatever so even like when you hear rudy talk to the like the ethereal god that he talks to in his head in his other world and um some of those moments rudy is a weird character to me that's the one per- part about mashugatins i have some qualms with he is a 34 year old grown ass man in that body mm-hmm. and i get it that like we are watching him mature suddenly through the life of a second human being but there's some shit that he should know like he should know some shit like i don't care how shut in hikikomori bullshit he is like 
the fact that he's just now learning like racism bad and like you know what i mean like there's like stuff like that where i'm like he needs to reconsider himself and obviously i don't i don't really love the scene where he attempts some sexual things with eris i don't know what to think of that i mean obviously in this fantasy world they mentioned a lot but like instead of 18 being like full-grown adult like 15 is like full-grown adult in the fantasy world mm-hmm. which i think is interesting as well um they fuck so, on their 15th birthday right that, that you're right so like that's a thing in this world so um you know, and Eris, but Eris is still ten, like in correlation to that. When like one of the weirder scenes happens in the show, um, and he's a thirty-four-year-old man inside of like an eight-year-old's body. But I don't know, like how. Yeah, it, that's where the lines get a little blurry to me. Yeah. I don't mind the sexual humor with the adults. Like I like, I think it's really funny using the adults, using Gislaine and and Paul and all that. That's fucking funny to me. But when it gets it gets a little messier. It gets weird when you make. Yeah, it's it weird. weird. That's all I'll say. But aside from that, I mean, I, it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy the show. Yeah, I think it was, the show it was probably was like the really... only questionable part of the the, right. of the entire show was like that whole. Like scene. Rudy should be better. Like I hate to say it, but like he he shouldn't be learning like he's a shonen protagonist who's only eight years old. Like he should I... be better. Like that should be the trope. Like the thing here is that like he should already know some things, and that mm. should help him get ahead. Because he's a 34-year-old man inside of an 8-year-old's body. Like, yeah. I don't right. know. That's just the way... I wish the author had not essentially made him out to be a complete infantile buffoon, essentially, as a it, child. It's all. It's almost like he's not even that guy. He is just Rudy growing up, you know? Yeah, yeah, A exactly. lot of the time. And it, uh, it's like, yeah, it's weird. And I isekais tend to do that, where it's like their new personality almost blurs into their... Like, they have their memories right. of their own... Goodbye, Kenny. Uh, we'll see what he has to say afterwards, but I totally agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, twice in one night, my boy. I know. I'm I'm cracked on this one, but yeah, it's okay, like they're you know, he, just like his his new. Per- it's almost like it's almost like Rudy exists as well as the other the other guy. Yeah, you know? that's exactly how it, it's presented too. Almost. Yeah, and so it's like you know, and, and isekais do that a lot. Even sometimes they'll have them be two different personalities in their head. But and so I don't know, or they'll have memories. They're like, I have memories of this, but I'm not that person. But I am that person. It's right. weird. Um, I mean, Log Horizon played that for like a literal like plot element that like they're losing their memories of their real self. Or yeah, yeah. So like yeah, the more they die. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I I am. I still here's how I feel about the show. The beginning part. This is like my final comment on it. I love the show. I think when he transported to the demon world, I was really excited. Yeah. But I don't love that the show kind of turned into like an adventurer guild sort of show after that. They were like taking missions and stuff, which then I was like, oh, damn, like this is a little too tropey for me. I, it fell off for me a little bit, but not a lot. My enjoyment mm-hmm. of the show was still pretty on board, only because I really like the superd. I really like Rujard. I think Eris and Rudy's relationship has been really fun and really cool. I think there's still some awesome stuff to do there. Um, obviously Rudy should be better. And I think after he watched those people fucking get murdered in front of him, he, he had like a moment. You guys remember that? Yeah. Like a wake up call. People, like, he got like blood splashed. I was like, here we like, are. Oh, this, um, is, this is reality, right? Ah, he was like, Oh fuck. I could die again, dude. He <laughs> yeah. was like, truck coon. Truck um, <laughs> coon. No, no. Not um, so I'm up and down, but I, I think that this was, uh, 
really my favorite isekai I've ever watched, is the way I'll put it, which is a low bar for Jerry, but it is my favorite isekai I've ever watched, for sure. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Wrap-up thoughts. I still, I, I read the manga. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, it's it's one that I, I, I'm excited to see. I, I think it's monthly, so mm. I'm excited to see every month. So, I, I actually I just... Manga, the, is the manga chapter. wrapping up soon, probably? I don't think I, so. I, we're, I don't think we're in the final arc yet, so... Okay. The story's over, by the way. For story's over. If you want to read the light the... novels, are done. So right. you can. Uh, it was written to an actual conclusion, so it wasn't canceled or anything. So yeah. if you want to read the light novels, you can. But the manga adaptation of the light novels is not done yet. Still running. Um, and the anime hopefully will adapt. You know, if it keeps being popular, it'll keep coming back for more seasons. Well, the production all. studio got created to make this anime, so yes. I, I don't yes. expect them not to adapt the whole thing. You know, right. Yeah, I hope that over the next couple of years, they just slowly take... I mean, I think we're getting part two. I think we're getting more of this season this year. Yeah. Like, I think that the idea is that this isn't... This is like a part one of season one that just ended. Right. But I think we're actually getting like a part two, sort of like ReZero did, Kenny. Yeah. Um, or I think Slime's, doing, Slime's doing right now. Oh, for real? Okay, yeah. yeah. So I think Mushoku Tensai is getting another part before the end of 2020. If I'm... Someone fucking correct me in the YouTube comments, but um, <laughs> if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure... That's what I read. Um, but I think it's going to adapt up to the end of the like childhood arc of the novels or something. Gotcha. Um, so the first, the novels are broken into like, it's like childhood. It's like early child. It's like late childhood. And then it's like adult or something. It's like grown ass man. I don't know. It's like yeah. split up into age components yeah. or something. So I'm I want to say the first season should adapt all of like part one essentially of the novels yeah but. i think the i think the manga is getting to the um it's getting to the end of the second sort of portion okay mm. yeah yeah so yeah pretty okay. cool show though uh let's uh yeah. oh david did you have some closing nope. thoughts uh, you guys all said what i was thinking um it's a good God, show yeah. i'm excited to see the, the 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 second part of the season one i might honestly just start reading the manga just because yeah, it's like I'm feeling the same way with, with Jujutsu that I just liked it so much. Like I gotta, I gotta scratch the itch, and I can't wait. Yeah. You know, for the there's some good Jujutsu left to come. I'm gonna I read. Know. I'm reading. Jujutsu. I'm not waiting for another season. I'm I keep read. I keep seeing and hearing that the part, the next part of what I'm assuming the anime will adapt is so is like the best part of Jujutsu. So I'm. I'm just gonna start reading it. Jujutsu has has just been getting better. If that makes sense, like yeah. everything has just been getting better. And it's going to keep, I think that's the type of show that's just going to continue to raise the stakes. So I'm excited for it. Um, Okay. Mishoku Tensei scores in three, two, one. What do we think? Probably eight. 8.5. Are are we doing it? Yeah, we can do this. Maybe nine. I'm doing eight. Maybe nine. I did 8.5. It's a great, it looks great. It looks amazing. Yep. And I really enjoy it. I like Isekai, so. Yes. As someone who doesn't like Isekais, I also think it looked great and that it was actually very enjoyable. So, Mm -hmm. um, you both have Isekai fan and not Isekai fan saying you should watch this show. Um, it's worth it. I think, it, you know, right now, while it's only a couple episodes long, you might as well watch. It's only 11 episodes. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, catch up now and then be on board while it comes out later, because I think this one's going to obviously the novels are really held to a high regard. The manga's killing it. And I think the anime is going to keep killing it, too. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that if you like it, yeah, it's going to be coming out for a long time. So that's exciting. Yay! We did it, boys. Our winter wrap up. We went through all of our fun winter stuff. What? Yep. David? We, we didn't skip anything, right? Because there's a lot. So. I can't think of any other shows that any of us. Oh watched, no! Well, there but... was one that we didn't talk about. Uh, it's called X Arm. Uh, I don't. 
motherfucker. It shouldn't exist. Uh, it's blasphemous to the end. Sorry, NBA. guys. Put hashtag cancel Kenny in the... Uh, co- no, I'm just, Wait, Kenny, um, did you actually watch 2.43? I did, but I, I didn't watch it to completion. It was okay. Uh, okay. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. There were a couple I, animes oh, I, that I didn't I watched, finish. Uh, I watched like eight episodes of Kimono Jihin, but I yeah. didn't finish either. Um, oh, yeah. There I watched a lot of it. I'll probably go back to I don't know if I'm going to finish Kimono Jihin. It was only 12 episodes, and I, I got really bored around episode eight. It's, uh, it is. I mean, Kenny, you read the manga a little bit, right? It, yeah. It's like. It's like legitimately like the most standard ass shonen I've ever watched. Like It's fun, though. I like first, it. At first, I thought the concept was cool, and so I was kind of invested. And I thought I really love like supernatural stuff. You know, that's yeah. like a theming that I I love that. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. But by about episode eight, I was just like, eh, maybe I don't care. This it just it's one of those shows that could go on forever if it wanted. Like they could just continue to do supernatural misty mysteries every week forever. Yeah. So if you like that sort of like episodic. Um, stuff and there's some good show. I mean, Case Closed is kind of like that as a series, right? Yeah, it's legitimately just gone on forever. And at Komodo Jihin has that same vibe to me, where it's like, you know, they can always just do like a monster or like a mystery of the week and do because uh, they're yeah. If you don't know the premise, the show's about essentially like a supernatural detective agency where there's like some demons that help the. It's like some demons that uh, do a, like they search out other demons. Um, so. Uh, they call him something else. They, oh, they call him Komodo in the show. I was like, what am I trying to... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, yeah, Kenny, you like the volleyball one. I mean, I might go back Enjoyed and watch it. that one, too. It's volleyball. Yeah. So, there's a, cool. yeah, there's a handful that I, I liked. Oh, I'll probably well. go back to, but nothing that I finished. Winter 2020 was... Uh, or 2021 was a blast. This was a great, great season. Yeah. I was watching a shit ton of weekly stuff. Yeah. And uh, just a lot of fun stuff. Spring? How we feel about Spring. I like what I've watched so far. I like. We'll get into it next episode. We'll get into it. We're gonna get more in depth next episode. But obviously, if you want to stick around for that, you got to come see us next time we post the next episode. So, yep, uh, we're gonna talk all about spring and our excitement for spring. If you made it, it. yeah. If if you made it this far in the episode, as we're wrapping up, we're still giving away this pop for (laughs) for free. Get in the comments. uh, I'm gonna say. I'll say. I'll say it out loud. This is a Funko Pop that is worth. Like $100. If you are a fan of My Hero Academia, this is a great pop to add to your We're collection. We're giving away this Neji Rehado. We're giving uh, away for free. For you obviously, free. it's, at, it's at, a secret at because point, we had to. At this point, if you just message us and say you want it, we'll give it to you. It's like first come, yeah, first up. Just, no, no, you got to subscribe and like our channel. Have, yes, like, yeah. We have not advertised it on this damn podcast three weeks in a row. We're giving it away. <laughs> I'm telling you. you, you how many how many people have messaged us for it? No, zero. not a single one. Zero. No that's the whole point, it. okay? No this has been the true that. fans of the podcast who make it to the end yeah, of the episode. And that's because we're not advertising it in the description. We're not yep. advertising it on our Instagram. Yep. It just sits behind Kenny every episode. Yep. Looking you right in the eyes. And, and then we talk about it at the end of the episode. All you have to do is literally message us and show that you like, comment, and subscribe on this episode here or any of our previous episodes where we've advertised it. Yep. And literally message us and say, uh, you know, you can just say whatever. You don't have, you don't have to say anything specific. Just message us on Instagram um, and say, hey, I, I'm interested in entering the Nedre giveaway. We'll check to make sure that you're subscribed, you liked, and you commented. And bada bing, bada boom. It's uh, it's yours, I guess, because no one's entered yet. <laughs> We're giving it <laughs> um, So, pretty sweet. And maybe we'll hit 100 subscribers before we give it away, honestly. We're moving, yeah, at, we're moving up rate, a little bit. Yeah. If that happens, then we'll probably start advertising it. Our 100 subscriber giveaway. Absolutely. Well, guys, it was great fun doing our winter wrap-up. We haven't done any of Kenny's uh, Shonen Unraveled in a while. So, I think next week, we might, or not next week, but maybe two weeks from now, we might actually do another one of do those. One? 
Yeah. Like Kenny unravel some Shonen for maybe uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, oh maybe it's maybe a good one. Titan. Honestly, dude, that might be the move. Um, but okay. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for coming back for another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed our winter wrap up. We're gonna be doing our our spring twenty twenty rundown. You know what we do every season? We watch thirteen brand new anime series. So we don't do stuff. Let's get in the second season. We're not gonna do anything that's in Netflix jail. We're going to be 13 brand new episodes, anime series. David, do you want to quickly read off to our listeners what the 13 shows are that we will be watching? Yeah, so just give me one very second. Very briefly, we'll, we'll post this list on our Instagram as well so you can actually watch the shows beforehand. Or if you just want to come back after you have watched all 13, check out our episode on what our first opinions are. And yes, we get it. Obviously, you can't just develop like a perfect opinion from one episode. That's the fun. It's our It's our anime first impressions. It's like... 13 brand new anime first impressions. It's not, you know, obviously, you know, it's hard to decide if you really want to be in a show with just one episode. Sometimes you need two or three. So, uh, David, what are our 13 shows? For All story? right. Our 13 shows, because we love the number 13. We, we, we are going to be talking about To Your Eternity, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, Tokyo Revengers, Hige Hero, The World Ends With You, Super Cub, Vivi Fluoride Eyes Song, 8686, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. Let's, <laughs> let's make Fuck a mug too. Odd Taxi, Dragon Goes House Hunting, and Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Perfect. So these are 13 brand new shows. Some are adapted from light novels. Some are adapted from manga. Some are adapted from video games. Some are original anime productions. But this is their first time ever uh, appearing in anime form. So that means they're totally entry friendly, right? So like all these shows that we're going to give our impressions are... This could be your first time ever watching an anime, or it could be just a new show you want to pick up. You know, we're not going to worry about season twos. There's a couple seasons. Obviously, season five of My Hero is happening during the spring. So, you know, we're not going to talk about My Hero. We're also not going to talk about, unfortunately, two shows that are in Netflix jail, which is Shaman King and Eden Zero. Uh, Netflix jail is a term that we use. It just pretty much means that you can't access the show through legal means right now, right? So we main the 13 shows we've selected, there's a legal outlet for you to watch it simulcast every week. So uh, either Crunchyroll or Funimation, I think, is going to have all 13 of those shows. So if you're subscribed to either of their uh, services, you should be able to jump on and go watch those shows. And we only advertise on this podcast stuff that is legally available. We try not to, uh, you know, if you consume your anime through means that are not, uh, you know, through subscription services or whatever, that's fine. I, I won't judge you. You do you, um, but we always try to make sure that everything we cover and review on here is something that you could go and subscribe to an official service or purchase the series outright. So uh, please understand that. Um, other than that, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all that. Uh, we're just trying to share our love for anime with you guys. So, you know, we love talking and getting on this podcast. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this, getting involved, getting engaged with us. Kenny, David, you guys have anything else you want to say? Nope. Sweet. Leave us that five-star review. Smash that follow button on Spotify. Do all that good stuff. You guys Get in the comments. Get in the comments. Correct all of my inaccuracies that I stated tonight um, because you guys know you love to do that. I love to be corrected, um, and I will totally accept the criticism. If, you, if I said some shit that was wrong or was off kilter, I, I will fight you if you disagree with my opinion. That's fine. But if I miss something, like I actually said something factually incorrect, or David did, uh, or Kenny did, Feel free to correct us in the comments down below. We'll pin your comment for G's sake. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, for real. But for real, uh, uh, love talking to you guys. Uh, love being here. And hopefully you guys join us next week for another episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast saying peace. Peace.